Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, episode number 95. My name is Dave Z, and I am joined by, or with... <laughs> hey everybody, this is uh, Christian, Christian Luciani. Or Mike Merriman? <laughs> Mike Merriman here. I'm on 15,000 podcasts, and no one listens to one. <laughs> <laughs> and you and Mike Merriman have a lot of common. You guys both fell asleep on podcasts. How about that shit? Talk all the shit you want about Mike. <laughs> I love Mike. <laughs> I love him too. What about Mike. you, B? AKA Grimsby. Yeah. Um, episode 95 is here, and we have three movies from our patrons, feature reviews. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I think, go I ahead, think that intro got worse. <laughs> It's not becoming even more natural. I think it's actually backtracking. Well, it's because we do the pregame now where we record it for Patreon. So we're sort of relaxed and we're kind of like in the show already for like 25 minutes. So by the time this part comes, it feels forced. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, it's okay. And after episode 100, we won't have to worry about that stuff anymore. It's all good. Because we're out of here. Out of here. Retiring. No, not really. But changes are coming. More on the public life. Yes, the public life is definitely dissipating by the day. I was on Facebook today for about 10 minutes, uh, and that's that's probably 10 times more than I've been on there in, for three weeks. But well, you got the yeah. thing posted to our page, saving me yep. some time and energy. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, of course. I had the time. I was in I was in the doctor's office. I was in the waiting room for an hour, and I was like, okay, well, you know what? I'll take this time to go on Facebook and, and say hello and post the new show, and uh, that's it. A couple snide comments here and there. Of course. And, uh, Get yourself, get yourself in trouble before you disappear for another month. <laughs> Actually, no. Anybody said anything to me? I, I just gave it the emoji. I love the. I love how nowadays instead of just liking something, you can add the thing. Because if anybody says anything and they tag me in it, I just always give them the the, the heart or or the, or the laugh thing, and that's it. That's all I got. I don't even have to talk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Keep posting them there, Jimbo. <laughs> <laughs> I love Great. the angry face, and I'll use it just randomly for whatever reason i love it i love it yeah. it's so funny if to act, just look at that face it's hilarious like he is so he's yeah he's so angry because he's constipated because he can't take a shit <laughs> that's what happens oh, there he is hey and see he's doing him as we speak even skype has him yes that was the happy that's face i don't have that, the angry yeah. face though do they have the angry oh, face on no, here? No, they got this is brandon blowing somebody yeah <laughs> 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 yep <laughs> Yeah, the blowface. I love visual oh, the jokes second. on the audio Here's podcast. Christian. Here's Christian cupping the balls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's me listening to your Once top again, 19. <laughs> this show is becoming <laughs> more visual by the episode. And pretty soon, hopefully more people are going to be getting on the visuals. I'll say this about that. Wait. And, and, and I mentioned this on the I YouTube video that, everyone, that a lot of people have seen by now. But I think that our podcast... There, there's so much to be seen visually instead of just listen to where a lot of other podcasts, I don't think that they go that extra mile and we don't plan on it. It's just our personalities. It is what it is. But I, I've had patrons say, Hey, we love seeing what you guys are doing. And you know, there, there's a lot of visual shit going on here. <laughs> <laughs> We're at, we are an animated trio. You don't no, just it, sit there and talk. It is funny like, to like see Christians and, and my face when, uh, whenever Dave goes off on a lucky tangent, <laughs> <laughs> like to see, like you just a, see the like, smell, like slowly, like a <laughs> crushed. Yeah, yeah. Is that cat still alive? No, we love Lucky. 
four months. Four months as of yesterday. Uh, what's today? Whatever. A couple of days ago was the 14th. So it's, he's been around four months. He's he's got a growth spurt going on. Things are good. He's not sneezing anymore. He's eating like a horse. He's doing good. That boy. Only problem is, he's he's all up on Ginny because he he, he never got his nuts cut. Because he was never really healthy enough to, so I was afraid to put him under the knife. So now he's going after his sister, and she wants nothing to do with it. Of course. It's like you know. Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, if I had a sister. <laughs> but it's all good because Ginny can leap. We're yeah, laughing. I'm like, fun. wait a second. It's rather creepy. Well, it, it, it's okay. It's from B, so it, it's automatically yeah. fun. And I don't have a sister, so. Ah, there's where the but, comedy lies. Michael, I'm your sister. How about that one? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I, I, we got to get a soundboard. Maybe after this patron thing go, it takes off. If it does, we'll um, we'll get a, a soundboard. Then I can just press a button right here and it'll be. I'm your sister. You hit, know, hit the yeah. one next to it. Yeah. Press hit it. Hit the one next to it. Yeah. Me? Yeah. I don't press have the, a button. Press the button. You it's want like, you to actually what? pretend like you're pressing the button. Well, way to, way to go with the fucking joke. <laughs> you're supposed to be like I don't know. typing on the cans and final, you know, oh! final chapter. You're supposed to go with it. See what the Fuck. old computer okay. says. <laughs> okay. Well, as long as we're talking, as long as you're going to make a joke about me, Christian, Brandon, don't answer this question. This is only for Christian. Uh-oh. Okay. Get ready. One answer on the board. There is only one answer allowed here. Okay, it's a number one answer, or you get an X. This is Family Feud. Okay, Canadian Family Feud. It's all listen to me. Get ready. Do I get what? a kiss first, Richard? He kissed no. all the contestants on the. Uh, yeah, Richard Dawson. But he was not Canadian Family Feud. This is Canadian. So yeah. this is a different host. Yeah. Okay. So listen now. We're gonna pay attention. Pay real close attention. Okay. What is Popeye's favorite food? Chicken. <laughs> oh, you know about it. Didn't you you posted it in the group? So he you saw the yeah. video too, right? Yeah. Chicken, I saw the video. Yeah. chicken. <laughs> you know, you not spinach. She never heard of spinach, this girl. Chicken. <laughs> I didn't know that you knew it. You gave, you, you, you put you, it in our post. You, you put know? it in exploding heads when oh. when you sent it to me. I forgot that I gave it to you. Oh, why didn't I save it for the show? Son of a bitch! I got so excited right. when I saw it. Did I get it right? Are you gonna play? I guess so. Well, I'll play it now. That's what got me thinking because he said something about playing something, this, that, the other thing, and I was like, "Dude, she's never gonna live that down." But like, she immediately like, she genuinely thought that he meant Popeye's chicken. Yeah, I, I get, I do get it, but it, it is ridiculous, and the fact that she did that dance is yeah. Is okay, this is what happened on Canadian Family Feud. Everybody, Canadian is that Canadian or is that British? It's British. There's no Canadian family. That's here. British. That's Les Dennis. Oh, oh shit! Sorry, there's an ad. Let me we'll do a play after the ad. Video. The, we'll ho- play the host name is Les Dennis. He's a British okay. comedian. Three hundred points, which means we're going to sudden death. Give me Logan. Give me Eve. See, the patrons are going to see the video. You got to see the video. Right. I'll play it twice. Real simple. There's one question. Only one answer. Whoever gets it. You're playing for $10,000. That's it. Whoever guesses this wins the game. Here we go. Name Popeye's favorite food. Chicken! (laughs) (laughs) Show me chicken! It's a family feud. Show me chicken. Yeah, dude. Look at this. It literally says on the bottom of the fucking thing here, on the floor of the family feud, 
it says Family Feud Canada. Yeah. So you're saying that there is no Family Feud Canada. Not that I'm aware of. We don't play well, fucking stupid games. No, I think hey, he's hey. actually right. See? Yeah, that's not Les Dennis. That's uh, Jerry D. Oh, I Jerry. Think. Yeah, he's a comedian, too. He's a Canadian comedian. So I guess it, <laughs> it is Family Feud Canada. Where See? the hell is that shown? I don't know. But... In Canada, I guess. Yeah. Wow, I thought it was British too. I thought I recognized the comedian from Brit from a British TV show, but it's not him. It's our good old friend over in Canada. Canada. Yep. Canada. Oh well, enough of that nonsense. Yeah. Okay. It was funny though. It was funny when he made fun of her too, because he did the dance yeah. after. He's like cheeky. <laughs> yes, if anybody wants to see that in its entirety, it's called uh, Popeye's favorite food is dot 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 chicken question mark slash Family Feud Canada. Check it out. My Good wife stuff. and I saw Good him stuff. years ago, like well before like Last Comic Standing and everything, uh, and he was great. So great. Who is it? What's his name? Jerry, Jerry D. D. Jerry G? D. D. As in like D. D-U, David. D, okay, I got you. D-U, David? <laughs> yeah, that's how you spell David. Dummy. D-U, David. <laughs> D-U, David. Is what I, he's fucking prick. <laughs> We're acting like we're already just on Patreon, but we're not. We're, yeah. This this show is out for the public. We're and acting like we don't deserve Patreon support. This is true. We are. I, th- this is true. We're just talking about family feud. We're not talking about movies, horror, nothing. We got, we got a hodgepodge tonight, a, a potpourri. You, we do have a hodgepodge. We do have a potpourri. We have uh, The Strangers. We have Your Next. We have Salem's Lot, all picked by the patrons. Yeah, that's what we're getting into. Should be a good time. We hope. And hopefully we have enough to talk about to fill a show. Because uh, as I think about these movies, is it just me? Or does it seem like there isn't a whole lot to say about them? I was wondering the same thing, to be honest, Dave. Today I'm like, thank God you're on the show. Because you always seem to be able to pull more out of it. Because if it was up to me, three sentences, each movie, done. Uh I referenced The Strangers in particular as being a movie where there's not really much to say. And you said you had a whole bunch of notes, which is... uh... Which is good. I actually you know, have full pages of notes, front and back, for both. But like I said, my note taking is shit. I'm basically just writing down scenes from the movie or laughing at stuff. Well, which one do well, we want to start with? The Strangers or Salem's okay. Lot? Does doesn't matter. I was gonna say maybe go by order of release. I don't know. Salem's it is. Let's get Salem's over with because I know how B feels about <laughs> it. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm. This is gonna be an interesting conversation because. I'm going to need a lot of uh, positive feedback from you guys to help me on this one. All right, Salem's Lot. Uh, who directed this? It doesn't even Tobe. say on the day. Fucking Tobe. What's oh, that? Tobe. That's right, Tobe. <laughs> you know, it doesn't even say it on the... The show. Get him out. Yeah. Cut his mic. Get get Watson back on. We have one on oh, speed no. dial? <laughs> oh, the mini... Yeah. Okay, wait, there it is. It oh, doesn't it even is. seem like a Tobe movie, though, by the no, way. No, it doesn't. Seems like, like one, a director. A couple of shots in there, that's it, yeah. I All guess, right. but it's like TV Very shit. Very director for hire, yeah. Oh, this is for Scott, by the way, a.k.a. Right. Chris. <laughs> Scott, a.k.a. Chris, here you go. Salem's Lot from 1979, directed by Tobe Hooper. A novelist and a young horror fan attempt to save a small New England town which has been invaded by vampires. Yeah, in the last, like, half hour of the movie. Yeah, even even IMDb doesn't know what this movie's about. The other part of the movie is literally like following all these characters around town as slowly vampires 
start to take over the town. It, now, I, it's I really this was a mini. Story. I know this was a mini series, but to me, the way I watched this movie at the end of the three hours, I felt like this would have worked if it was like a one season, like thirteen episodes. What you want more? Because you want no, it to then be they, longer. Then they spread it out, and each each story focuses on one character rather than two and a half hours of development growing it in i felt like there were like little bits of episodes in here like the whole larry and bonnie episode you know well, and, how did they yeah, divide this suddenly up ended no it ended abruptly as exactly that, that, larry that, and bonnie. That, where that, were they going and why all we saw was her sitting in the fucking passenger side with a bruised face for obvious reasons and then for some reason when that guy <laughs> saw them pulling away he put up a fucking sign in the shop saying opening soon um, and was that supposed yeah. to be a, a relate there's a lot of questions in this this movie's held in high regard and I am not here to shit on it but I do have questions and I here's what okay B back to what you said about it being um a, a real like a series series yeah. I think American horror story could have could handle this perfectly because you can have like a whole episode. I want to see the like I'm thinking of Murder House, okay? I want to see the background of the Marston house and the guy that supposedly did this and killed Dude, Hubie Marston. Great right. backstory. Yes, that, that should be that should have been the whole movie. That should have been that, a lot of it. All the killings should have taken place in that house. Twenty different characters should have gone into that house and been killed in various horrific ways. I agree. Imagine, picture this as American horror story like Murder House, the way they did that. Yeah. Flash back to the original. I wish fucking, seriously, I wish Ryan could get his hands on this fucking thing and and, and redo it for for uh, Ryan Murphy's um you know American horror story next season, Salem's Lot or Jerusalem's Lot even. And there just- is some good here though. The problem is it's oh, so yeah. spread out with too many characters that don't end up getting like that. There's no follow through on some. And and so you do get kind of lost. Like where I was going with it is, it's just two episodes, right? Two two hour yeah. segments. What where would it have stopped to make you want to come back for the second half? It must have been that first window. I actually can't even remember where I I just watched it and I wasn't even thinking of where it would have stopped. Very dated. No, it didn't even feel like a seventy nine. It felt like it came out ten years earlier. You know what though? Aesthetically, it was very it was very nice to look at. I still enjoyed it. Yeah, well, I thought the camera the camera work was nice. I thought I, I in places there's some points they're just talking, regular talk, and the camera was like coming in and then going in, and you're like, why is this camera moving? What what what's so exciting? And then you realize hey, there's nothing there. Well, it's that's the like highlight like, of the movies when someone talks. Is usually it's just it's just staring. I mean, I I love David Soul. Hutch is Hutch is awesome, but he might be the worst actor ever in this movie. This was an absolutely <laughs> hard performance by him. Anyone who says otherwise is is out of their mind. You could see all the good bits on YouTube because the I will give it this: the scenes at the window with any vampire is fucking creepy. Oh yeah, the first time as shit. And my buddy, I remember my buddy Darren way back when said he remembered this scaring him as a kid, and he would always remember open the window, open the window, Mark. And that just him telling me about that before I got into horror was always with me. So when I saw the movie, I thought that scene was scary. And it brought a smile to my face when I watched it the other day as well, because I, I remembered the nostalgia of my buddy watching it as, as whatever. But the effective scenes are, are few and far between. But there's, I good, have the there's fright, good here. I have the Fright Night effect that Dave had. It didn't, I saw it for the first time now, where if right. I saw this for the first time, say, in 89, when I was 9, 10 years old, 
this would have definitely freaked me out in those scenes because everyone's like, oh, that scene's so creepy. Like, well, it's not so creepy it now is. when you see no, it over and over. But- you have to appreciate it. The first time I it appreciate, happens, I said to myself, I said this would have scared yeah. me as a kid, and even some of the aesthetics would have scared me as a kid. But man, not to not to even give you a, a history on on Barlow and Straker right. and and really, I mean, come on, what? I know. There's there's really there's nothing going on in this movie. They spend a lot of time on stuff that they don't have to spend time on. Yeah. We would it would have been better served to spend it on different other other information. Yeah. If you're gonna have a miniseries. Those other places they could have gone, like like the Marston house, like the relationships b- between him and her, and you know things that we, we talked about. I'll say one thing, for a ch- as a child, this is what's weird. I I never sat down and watched this movie in its entirety, but it did used to play on HBO, and I do want to say that for the longest time, you could not even get this in in this form. There was like a condensed movie version that was like a regular an hour and forty minutes long. Stephen and, King. And that, Stephen King prefers that version. I understand why, but now to buy it on on DV, part of me on Blu-ray, you can only get it uh, yeah. in this version. But I know for a long time it played on on Cinemax and HBO and everything in its regular form. But I used to get confused because Nosferatu the Vampire came out in 1979, the remake. Claus, um, Claus Kinski one, yeah. Yeah, yes, uh, not Claus Kaczynski, as um, a Jeremy would call him, <laughs> but um, Claus Kinski, uh, 1979. And this, 1979. Now, for whatever reason, because because I'm being a kid and I'm flipping through HBO, here's what always stuck with me. And I used to say that it was not Frado, but I'm wrong. It's this. That scene when he goes, look at me. Yeah. I saw that shit flipping channels as a kid, and that fucking scared me. That's what I remember. I did not watch the rest of the movie. Maybe if I would have saw the kid come up to the, uh, the window, that would have spooked me out. But the look at me thing always scared me and i always equated that with nosferatu so someone said hey i remember nosferatu the guy said look at me so in my mind that's yeah. what it was until a few years ago i revisited this one i'm like oh shit that's salem's lot but i confused them both because they were both the same year same time period same oh, it's the monster looks very similar in a, in yeah a well it's an it's an He's homage great. To, it's an homage to count orlock and, uh, and he looks great and it, it does look great but another yes. reason why it affects me in a comical way seeing it for the first time now is i think of what we do in the shadows and every time I see oh. this blue monster, I'm thinking it's Peter. <laughs> I'm like, That's funny. Peter, are you coming to the meeting tonight? But there, I, ju- I got a good jump scare when they, he pops up in a frame and there's a stinger. I jumped. Yep. Like there is a really good with pop- the little boy. Yeah. Oh no, no. Yep. When uh, when yeah, when he when Nosferatu does yeah. not. Uh, Count Orlando. Barlow. Whatever yeah. Barlow. <laughs> Barlow. Whatever. Yeah. When he gets the kid in, in the graveyard and he pops up, right? Yeah, and there was a stinger there. Yeah. It's great. What the, about the kid in the at fucking at graveyard? At least we remember the kid in the graveyard. Poor Ralphie. He gets kidnapped. <laughs> right. What the his, fuck? Bro- his brother passes out two two minutes later, and then they forget about Ralphie. In fact, the they have a search up- party. Yeah, Dude, they don't forget about him. They have a search party in the first act, and then by the third act, they mention that the mother's dead, the other kid's dead, and they just fucking don't. They never mention the Ralphie again. And I, I, I made a note of it, and B mentioned it in chat last time. I'm like, yeah. dude, I thought the same thing. After the search party, they never come back to him. And even after the kids, after the brother's funeral, they never come back to Ralphie. They, they never just, mention him. I wonder if there's no. even more that they filmed, and they edited it down, and then they said, no, we got to get it tighter. And they kept the weirdest stuff in, because... 
they're frolicking at the lake, like at the halfway point in the movie. I understand backstory. I understand romance and, and romantic interest and whatever. But we got to start getting moving here with the story. It's like <laughs> it's like the first hour to hour and a half is filled with a lot of what you would get in the first half hour of any other movie. In the scene where they find the black fabric doing the search, you see uh, Ben at the uh, police station and he says, Straker, he always wears a black suit. Cut to the very next scene. Straker standing in the antique shop wearing a gray suit. (laughs) I was like, are you kidding me? You couldn't couldn't put him in a black suit? Literally the next scene. Literally. Literally. He must have been pissing his pants when he saw that. He's like, they didn't have those. They couldn't like... Like do the CGI on the on the suit to change it back then, but straight what happened was the second I saw those glowing eyes, I'm like, here we are, 1979, and it had been done before that, but it was done here, there, and Doctor Doctor fucking Sweet. not strange. I was gonna say Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange had it there too, and that's why that was one of my quibbles. Is like when I saw that, I'm like, although creepy, I'm like, we've already had this so many times. I guess you could say that he's playing homage. To these movies, however, yeah, but you even brought it up that Flanagan, even in uh, was it Ouija or in some of the movies, he does stuff. Yeah. It's like just take that out. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does, he does like Flanaganisms. <laughs> yeah, but he's such a great director that even with those flaws, he's still putting out great movies. But I, I yeah, he's he's done that in a bunch. So yeah, but I mean, I, again, I, not to take it, just it, it's here. It's effective here. There's some great stuff that was done for a TV movie, but. I don't know, even in 79, like, I was watching this, and I'm like, does this feel like it was 10 years even earlier? Like, it felt like it wasn't yep. even a 70s movie. It moved movie. that way. Yes, it moved like a like an early 70s movie. It, yeah. it, 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 and what, why did all that stuff matter with the realtor and the girl and that she was it, cheating it, on him? It, what did they have to do with the plot whatsoever? Tell the me. plot? There, there really is no plot. It had nothing to do with it. They're just establishing characters in the town of Salem's Lot. They introduced you to everyone. It's like they took the yeah. book, the written word and they said, we've got to get this in the movie somehow. But you're right. It doesn't without either it being a miniseries that actually went on for longer or uh, it's just there. It's thrown in, but it doesn't add anything to the movie, unfortunately. I That's actually would I... like to see the hour and 40 minute version now. Yeah, I, that would just, what, what would that be? I think it's on DVD because I think I had the DVD. And I want to say that Salem's Lot DVD is uh, that one because I'm telling you, for the longest time, you could not. That was the way you got it. At the two and a half hour mark of the movie is the first time somebody goes into the house. That's when Susan follows Mark into the house. And for some reason, again, another performance, Bonnie Bedelia. It's like she was on valium this whole film like it was like a dead performance like even running up that hill like just yell mark why can't you why can't you say i heard yeah i was was no i I thought the performances were absolutely terrible in this and hers was really bad and uh you know that's the first time she goes into the house and the house is great it's straight up fright night fright night straight up ripped off this house the scene with Straker on the stairs. What is Straker? Oh, yeah, the cross against the floor. The cross, yeah. Well, well that was taken yeah. from a Hammer film, though, too. Yeah, but they oh. do it better in Fright Night. Also, they don't use tongue depressors, and you know, we don't have to listen to, to Starsky and Hutch blessing tongue depressors for ten minutes. <laughs> well, that's spur of the moment. That's what you got to do sometimes. You got to make do. You got to make a cross with whatever you have. 
But what I'm, what I'm saying here is, you know, Straker, they, they pass him off as human. Yeah, he's clearly not human. He's got superhuman strength. He licks, lifts Dr. Norton straight up in the air and pales him on the <laughs> antlers, which which is a great kill. Then yeah, he, but like, why why are those antlers for no reason there in a wall like that? That makes no sense at all. Oh, that Who doesn't bother me. That was, that was a decent what? kill. What? It doesn't bother you? How the fuck? When Look have at, you did ever you see seen that place? It was a dilapidated house. mansion. I understand, but can you think of a situation where anybody would take in just one section of a wall a bunch of not even full antlers, half of them sometimes, half <laughs> antlers, like not even both sides of a fucking deer head? You know, just take a bunch of random antlers and decorate one freaking four foot by freaking ten foot section of your house with those antlers. Well, that came right so out of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think they just took a Fucking convenient. Yeah, I, no, I don't think it's convenient. It makes no sense to be this in a house like, a, like that. This is like a cursed house, though. Why not? You know that whole sequence reminded me of Psycho, when the te- when the detective walks up the stairs to go see uh, if Mother is in the room. When, when he tap dances oh. down them. The way as yeah. soon as he started walking up the stairs, I thought this was an homage, and and they're you know they're I thought I thought it was well done, but then you get a uh, dude who's actually been in a couple of, or at least one Hitchcock movie that I'm aware of, North by Northwest, the that lifts him up by the neck and whatever, and then it becomes a little silly. Lifts him up and then puts him on the antlers. James Mason, a yeah. striker. Yeah, he's good. James Mason's good. Ja- yeah, James Mason's probably. He always classes the, it up. He's to me, up. he's the best best character in the film. The lead is not that great. You're right, B. You know what it reminds me of? Like the lead in um, Scanners. How you're not really drawn to him either. Yeah. You know why? He's just kind of there. You're I not like. I mean, a lot of big name actors in here. I just felt like, uh, you know. I, there's just nothing there. I hear no. I'm not gonna shit on the movie. There is good going on here. There, there's you know, it's not a bad movie. I'm not, not about to give it a failing grade or it's anything. It's not a bad movie, but it's far from good. It really is quite boring, very early on, and it maintains that level of of bore for the whole thing. We jokingly said you could watch this on 1.5, and it would not actually fault the movie. And I think Dave, you you proved us right. It's true. I watched it at 1.5, and I was just fine with it. Yeah. Dave, were you yeah. upset with all the dead kitties inside the house? Dead kitties? Yeah, there was a lot of, when the, when they first entered the house at the two-and-a-half-hour mark with all the dead cats lying there on the I table and stuff. Know. Oh, yeah, I even dead wrote a note, wrote a note talking about unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to correct that exact same joke. <laughs> Perfect. The way you looked at it, your notes too was fantastic. Yeah, I have a dead kitty named Unlucky. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, how about? Okay, there were a few funny scenes, Uh, unintentionally funny, but you know, he. I like the relationship that Ben had with uh, Mr. Burke when he goes back and reconnects with the school teacher. I thought that opened it up nicely with with the kid with Mark, and. when, when Burke has the heart attack and he winds up in the hospital, I don't know why. I don't know if anyone else notices, notices. When he went to visit him at the hospital, he's hooked up to an oxygen tank. This thing, <laughs> did you see it? It looked like a nuclear missile sitting next to the bed. Only after you brought it up did I have to see what you were talking about. I thought it was hilarious. I'm like, who? who like, the oxygen tank looked like a missile. I know, but it was ridiculous. It was funny. And oh. also at the end, when when uh, Ben and Mark finally go to to fight Barlow, when he pushes Mark out of the way, do you know the scene I'm talking about? He like he throws Mark. the kid to the. He... Gr- I laughed out loud. 
Dude. I fucking lost my mind. <laughs> Dude, he nearly killed him. He, nearly, he pushed him so freaking hard. Like, I'm surprised, Mark. And then it took him 45 minutes to stake Barlow. Yeah. He must have hit that stake about but, 75 times. But the lead up of seeing those guys crawling up. Dude, that was cool. Was that fantastic. Was cool. Yeah, that, was, that, was, that great. was really cool. Yeah, that was great. Like I'm saying, the- like the last half hour, actually, even probably the last 20 minutes is the best part of the film. It does have some great shots. It is. Once once I, get, I guess it's a cop because you're saying that's a cla- climax. It should be. But the boy at the window. There's those the kid in the, in, in the kid exactly. in the fucking in the casket. Oh, okay, now let me ask you this: Why was the vampire? What's his last name? Barlow or the? I, I get their names confused. Actually, Bar- Barlow is the the actual blue vampire. Okay, so Barlow. Let's say yeah. Barlow. Why did Barlow have to sleep in the daytime in that in that coffin when clearly they are out uh, they are out and about in the daytime? You saw that the first one, the little boy. The, the boy they come, you know, he rose from the grave and attacked the guy in broad fucking daylight. The other, the first time Barlow showed up at that house when they had that seance like scene, when all of a sudden he just shows up out of nowhere and then kidnaps the boy, that was in the middle of the day. He just pops up in their fucking, in their kitchen. These vampires, the rule of this movie up until the very end is that these vampires can apparently be out in the daylight. But then at the end of the movie, he has to sleep in the fucking coffin in the day, and they mention that oh, it's gonna be daylight soon. Dude, that's a, that's a, because I, I thought that Barlow's scenes were always in the dark, but you're saying one of them was oh. in daylight. Well, don't you remember the first the first time he showed up in in their kitchen when they were having the seance when they were not having this I call it the seance scene when they were there and everything started shaking in the room. Remember when the vampire just appeared out of nowhere in their kitchen and fucking stole their boy, and uh, priest yeah. and all that shit. Okay. Okay, that whole scene was in the daytime. And on top of it, even if you don't believe me there, you have to believe me when the fucking grave digger went on top of the fucking kid's grave. No, no, no. I was going to justify it. I was going to justify it that, you know, they were just turning into vampires. So that's why the kids were, you know, the kid was able to attack him in daylight. But uh, the Barlow thing, the Barlow Mm -hmm. thing would be no, it would be no excuse. Because I always thought, obviously, when he grabs Ralphie, it's nighttime in the woods. But I'm. When they attack, when he attacks the house, yeah, I, I, I think it was daytime. What about when he attacks the block? <laughs> <laughs> you have to be, you have to be right because then Mark gathers his stuff and goes to the house, and it's still uh, daytime when him and Susan arrive at the house. There you go. So he oh came my out god, and... that's a, it's a snafu. It makes no sense. Just like, just like they forgot about that kid. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but there are things in this movie. They do not make sense, and I think people just don't think about it. I, I was willing to say they don't think you know, about it because they're in a fucking day's state because it's three hours long. <laughs> I drove, I drifted in and out. I'm, I can't lie and say that I was, I was driven to the screen and and watching every moment. I was like, I didn't watch it. I, I I didn't know if my Xbox could do. I'm assuming it could do it. I couldn't find the option to do it. No, play PlayStation does 1.5. Xbox will only do like uh, 1.12. I would have done that. <laughs> PS3, everybody. Hang on to your PS3s because the, one of the greatest things, there are two great things about a PS3 that a PS4 can't do. Number one, it can play almost any Blu-ray from almost any country and DVD. The, the, the region codes, they are very loose and free with the region code in a PS3 compared to a 4 uh, and five fives coming soon. And on top of that, you can 1.5 any movie on a PS3. You cannot do that on a PS4. So 
that's just the way it goes. Sometimes that 1.5 comes in handy. It came in handy here. I, I was fine with the movie. Here's a question. Why did that asshole want to pry the freaking box open? If somebody hires you to do a job, if the three of us were hired by this asshole to go pick up something here, a crate, and bring it to their house and put it in the basement, would you ever think, I'm going to pry this guy's freaking thing open? Why would he pay you if you opened up his shit? It makes no sense. I, at all. I only had a feeling that maybe they were being drawn to it by by Barlow itself. But if, if that was the case, and was we saw and, and we saw like uh, five minutes after they leave, Barlow exploded through that crate. So it, it, that would made for another scene where he could have killed both of them. It's such a, a shocking. Can you imagine that if that crate exploded open and he attacked and killed them? That would have been a jump scare and a great opportunity there. But instead, no, they run away. Only to be killed. Ned gets killed off screen in in the cell, and Mike gets killed by the kid at the uh, at the grave. So they they miss so many good opportunities. And Mike is a vampire. Uh, Jeffrey Lewis, our boy from uh, <laughs> from Devil's Rejects. I I, I, w- I was laughing at his vampire performance. Did you see? He was like. <sighs> He was very. He was like a sassy vampire. I actually wrote <gasps> sassy vampire. Oh, that's right. Yeah, How he's about in the Devil's Rejects. Yeah, it was him. Yeah, was yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the father of my favorite actress. Yeah, yes. Holy was, shit. And I like him too. But I what? thought he was actually an interesting character until he they was got really good. until they got to him turning into a vampire, and then he was like, <sighs> he was like sat. I even wrote down, yeah, sassy vampire. I'm like, what is sassy. this? <laughs> he was a sassy, sassy but he still did. Look at me, preacher. Yes. Or a teacher. Teacher. Yeah, teacher. Good, yeah. Yeah. There's some good stuff, and some of it harkened back to Hammer, horror, but unfortunately not enough. And and there is just too much characters. There there's are too many, many characters. characters. I was going to say there's too much characterization. We don't need it. it. There was too much for once, like because it never went anywhere. And I'm just being repetitious, oh. but that's it. That's the fault of the film is that for three hours. We're, yeah. we're 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 thrown into like, did we really need to know that that woman's cheating? And then right. he goes and gets the shotgun and tricks him, and it's all great. But then you never get anything. the The guy that uh, runs out gets killed. Yeah, and, Larry, uh, Larry Crockett. Well, what's his name in real life? Why can't I think of his? Oh, name? he's a comedian too. Yeah. Fred Willard. Thank you. His character. You find out what happens to him. But yeah, you see her with the black eye, which yeah. ah, the good old days. <laughs> well. <laughs> Hey, she yeah. she deserved it. She needed a Dude, fresh one to keep her in line. That dirty birdie. <laughs> that dirty birdie. I knew her right away when I saw her. She was a dirty birdie. She called the one. The guy came up to her and he had his hand on her shoulder and it's her boss. And she didn't say nothing. And she was all interested in this newcomer coming into town. She kept being overly friendly. I'm like, this girl wants to fuck everybody. I knew it just when I saw because I I could spot them. I could spot a dirty birdie a mile away. <laughs> and as soon as I saw, I'm like, this girl. You She's can see her personality. I just like yeah, dirty yes. birdie. <laughs> yeah. Good actress. She did what she was supposed to do. All as well. Now I'll say this. Ned Tebbets, that situation. They could have just had him and the other guy doing their thing without having all that other drama. So they go and pick up a crate. Big deal. They could have shortened it. A, a, a very right cold there. crate. A cold a crate cold for 35 crate. minutes. You that think there's cool. going to be some payoff there? Dude, that was the opportunity no, we knew for, was. For, for Barlow to explode well, You through. said, yeah, that but was, that was it. Instead, they it. throw down a chain onto the ground and run away. In fact, what would have been cool is as they're driving in the truck and it's coming forward, they cut and then they cut back and it's open. Yeah. And they don't realize and then it reaches through and kills them in the truck. That would have been cool. You know, something like that. They, they missed so many opportunities. And given where this film starts, you know, it starts two years later, you know, before it goes back. It starts two years later with Ben and Mark together as these, you know, 
traveling vampire hunters. And uh, so once they flash back two years earlier, everything should be from Ben's perspective and Mark's perspective leading them together. All these other characters, as as much as I enjoyed some of them, need to be severely trimmed down or, or cut out completely. I will give Joe Booper a little bit of credit. I mean, I guess this is in the script from uh, Stephen King. But the reality would be he had horror fans as characters, as like a character trait that gave them strength to fight off monsters before a lot of movies were doing that. He has them in this and he has them in the Funhouse as well. Because, well, yeah. I don't know. She had the Frankenstein poster in, in the, was it the Fra- Frankenstein poster in the Funhouse, right? Yeah. No, no, Frankenstein He's- mask. But did she have a poster too or was it the Wolfman? She was a horror fan in the, in, in the Funhouse as well, the beginning. Wait, what? was it her or was it the little brother who was growing up? It was the little brother. Yes. That little dirty birdie groping <laughs> sister's titties. <laughs> but he had characters oh. anyway. Maybe I, that, that's... Oh, and a missed opportunity because he had so much cool stuff. Every time they went to uh, into Mark's room, it had a lot of cool stuff. You just would have the face. And he tried to, the dad. The, the handcuff thing was a nice gesture, but two seconds later, he's like, well... Well, I can make a living at accounting. Fuck you, Dad. Right. That's that. That's good though. That that that's a shout out to us, the fans of the shit. You know, when are you gonna grow this stuff? Well, take a look at us. Fucking yeah. never. And we're, we're doing just fine. You know. Right, it's it still is saying, what it fuck is. you, Dad, every night. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you, Dad is right. Dad, come up here for a second. <laughs> yeah. I, I got something to tell you. I got something to tell you. <laughs> Oh, I'll say shit. it too. Get him in there. Yeah, come oh, up awesome. here. We all want we all want to speak to you. <laughs> well, this is my well, moment to shine. So, <laughs> I got confused. And you know this happens to me sometimes. I thought when that guy when when the guy with the cheating wife first approached um uh what's his name? Jeffrey Lewis in the graveyard, I thought that was the lead. I thought that was the Ben. And he went up to him and he says and I'm thinking, why is he in the graveyard? And why does he say was? Why does he have a dog all of a sudden? And why would he hire him to go do this when he's a writer? And why would he hang out with Ned Tebbets? So for the first fucking ten minutes that I see Jeffrey Lewis, I thought that was a lead. They looked alike from afar. Yeah, that would that would have that would have really thrown me off. Like, what the hell just happened? Where did he get this what dog? Happened to me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh. At least that's interesting for you because you'd be like, okay, I don't know where this is going. I was watching like Jesus, more characters. Yeah. I was confused. I was like, why? Why would he hire him? Why is he hanging out with him when he's messing with his girlfriend now? And then I'm like, then the movie starts going, oh, we, oh that's not that's not our lead. That's not Ben. And then it, then it cut to, like, Ben hanging out with um, either the teacher or the doctor going to some antique, going to the guy's shop. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's not him. What am I doing? So <laughs> I confused myself. So there's that. Um, there's a question I have. They mention a dead baby very nonchalant. Yeah, yeah. So. Like the, throughout the film, they're talking about all the instances in town. The kid goes missing. Um, the mother of the kid died. Uh, this guy had a heart attack and died. The, the, the teacher. Then later on, they very nonchalantly mention something about a dead baby being somewhere, as if it's something that normally happens in fucking Jerusalem's lot. Well, at at this <laughs> point, everyone's dying. Like they even meant because you see uh, Eva, who's running the boarding house that Ben is staying at, is sick. She mentions that Weasel right. is dead, who was doing the spying for the cop earlier. But and nobody just... mentions the dead baby as being out of the ordinary. No, and th- th- that's another missed opportunity to have a vampire right. baby. Like seriously, yeah. that would have been awesome. Yeah. A little blue vampire baby or something. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, we had a baby, uh, what do you call it? A baby zombie in the Dawn of the Dead remake. Imagine yeah. a baby vampire pop out. And the girl was pregnant at the end. What's up with that shit? What about the end of the movie? How does that make fucking sense? You know what? I I thought so too. And then I wasn't so sure when they got closer to her because she did look pregnant. But I, yeah, I was, was she? And how come he was so nonchalant at, right after killing her? He goes in there, he kills this fucking girl he's been with for two years that he's fallen head over heels with. They've been through trials and tribulations, all the shit. They're on the run. She's with them. She's carrying his baby. He goes in there, and he fucking has to whack her. And he just, like, he he would have been sadder if a fucking dog died. All right, this, is where, this is where I think we're seeing things differently. I'm taking uh, it that he hasn't seen her since the house burning. What? They never found her in the house. I knew she was going to be with them. I'm like, well, I, hopefully the girl made the she, trip They with never her. found her in the house. In fact, when him and Mark get out of the house and the house is burning, he, he even, like, cries out Susan. So I think he thought that he killed her in the fire because then they mentioned that, okay, they're going to be coming for us. We got to keep – we got to stay on the run. So two years later, when they're filling up the holy water and he sees the light in the water and he says, one of them's found us, I think when he walks in and sees her, he now knows that she's the vampire that's found us. And that he knows he has to kill her. I don't think so, she was pregnant, to be honest. It looked like she was. I, I had the same thing written down. But when you get closer to the bed, her stomach looks flat. And then he stakes her. Well, it's bad editing then. Because that was clearly a fucking pregnant tummy when you first see her laying down there. I can't, Can you think of any other reason she would have a fucking a stomach fucking five times the size of a normal stomach? I she don't was know. very when, pregnant. When they got closer to the bed, it didn't, it didn't look like she was. And I, I'm telling you. I bad think editing. She, yeah, maybe. Yeah. See, what do you think? Weighing on this, did you think she was pregnant? Yes, I did, but I, I, I was, I tuned out because I've just found out there was a remake of this that I never saw in two thousand. Oh yeah, it stars Rob Lowe. Yeah, I never Rob even knew Lowe. it existed. But yeah, I, I, the I knew she, there was one scene where she looked pregnant. Yeah, she yeah, was asleep but, on the fucking thing. You don't think she was with them for two years? I don't. I Why think would they, she be there? They lost her because she's a vampire now, tracking them. So she, all, I'm going to track these motherfuckers for whatever reason, and I'm pregnant for no reason. Well, that and when was I the, get there, was I'm the just going to go to sleep in his bedroom. That was the storyline <laughs> in the last uh, ten minutes. Was no, she's she's laying in bed to entice him. She's yeah. all dressed sexy to entice him. Don't forget, you know, when two years ago when the house is burning, they're saying they're going to be coming for us. Meaning all the vampires are going to want to come and right. kill them for for destroying them. And she's one of them now because they never find her in the house. In fact, they even go back to the house with the camera and and you hear screaming and i'm assuming it's her screaming but, well, they, but she maybe somehow... i'm an idiot then but no, why would she no, be pregnant? I, you all thought she was pregnant I, I thought she was pregnant and then i didn't think she was pregnant when they got close to her in the bed maybe she just got fat maybe she got fat <laughs> from, from in all the two blood. years she became a vampire yeah no, she's services. like a mosquito they she's just... a fucking mosquito vampire she stores all the blood in her fucking abdomen i'm telling you i i, oh, I don't know I don't know, you know what it is. I, I don't care. <laughs> I guess the, not. Yeah, and why does the holy water get turned to bright blue when someone's near? Or is it like a video game or something? <laughs> oh, somebody's near. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's their... I don't know why they're getting these light signals that somebody's close. I don't know. I don't get it. There's too many unexplained things in this. For a three-hour movie that had a chance to explain them. <laughs> right, dude. Yes. I don't know. I had no clue this was remade. Yep, it was. It was. It was when they remade all those Stephen Kings. When he wanted to redo them all, he did Trucks. He did Stephen King's The Shining. He did Salem's Lot. He did another one. I, I forgot what the hell he did. The Langoliers came out. 
fucking uh, was, uh, yeah, it was right during that stretch. It says under Stephen King wiki that uh, Susan is turned to a vampire, caught and turned to a vampire when she goes to the Mars Marston house. It's still, no. it's still poor editing, and you know, it's yes, it's not clear cut. I'm sorry, it's not clear cut. That, that I don't know. And and you're right because I I wrote it down too. I, I, like I changed my mind as the camera pan closer, but when he first looks into the room, and you know the whatever the 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 wherever they're staying and wherever they're hunting and and sees her, I was like, she's pregnant. How could she be pregnant? She's a vampire. Vampires don't get pregnant. But then they went closer. I'm like, maybe she's not pregnant. Just one of the many why you know what. At this point, I was like, please end. Just end. <laughs> and what school teacher gets an hour break? You can't have an hour break if you're a school teacher. Are you kidding me? She left the school to go to fucking lunch to meet the guy. She's at the diner. Oh, I have an hour break. I'm thinking, no, you fucking don't. <laughs> no teacher is away from school for an hour. <laughs> Even if you have an hour break, you're not usually allowed to leave the school. Although maybe in 79 in Maine. we got to ask uh, Casanelli. <laughs> BC, did your teachers ever leave for an hour to go to lunch? I thought they were... <laughs> Weren't they in Vermont? <laughs> no, they were. They had to go to the movies in Banger. They were in Maine. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, they were in Maine. Did a part of this take place in Vermont? Where the hell do I have Vermont in my mind? I don't they, know. They went you're... skiing at the end, vampire skiing. Fuck off. <laughs> they hit the blue slopes with Barlow. <laughs> <laughs> and why yeah, does the guy close the... One of his New Year's resolutions wasn't stopping being a skunk. Continue to do it for the fucking New Year. Skunk defied. I love you, Christian. Oh. I am an it's asshole. Great. I'm such a, such a prick. Uh, you're not a prick at all. You're just fine. You're Don't a little sell yourself bit of, short, yeah. Judge. You're a tremendous slouch. <laughs> nice. And why does the guy close the door to beat his wife's ass in his own bedroom? In his he, big Bear's coming. <laughs> big Bear, he closes the bedroom door to kick her ass. He's in his own house. Who else is going to hear her? Give well, the cameraman was right there. <laughs> <He's> right. Like... <laughs> That's about it. Oh, stay I right there. Gonna, uh, I thought he was going to, like, fucker i thought that's what he was doing he's like now you're gonna get one i didn't i actually thought he was going old school and just jackhammer fucked the hell out of her yeah you know it seemed like <laughs> he called her puss when's the last time you called your wife puss by the way <laughs> i might do it tonight Never. how you doing puss just to see what she says <laughs> dave's puss. facebook status tomorrow changes lucky. to single <laughs> <laughs> she'll probably just go puss That'll be the end of it. <laughs> Lucky shows up. Puss. Yeah, puss. There you go. All right. Maybe we should uh, get, get the hell out of here. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Did you guys Beat. ever see the sequel before uh, Before we go? A return? Yeah. I actually did way back when. I haven't seen it. And I remember getting such shitty reviews. And, of course, I liked it. it I remember it being very campy, but it was fun. I haven't oh. seen it probably since... Late eighties, early nineties. I never saw it. This was a first time watch for me, but maybe I'll check it out. It's not three hours, is it? No, it's an hour and forty. Okay, I could deal with that. There you go. Larry <laughs> Cohen directed it. Oh, that's it's worth checking yeah, out. But then. a lot of people hate it. But so many people hold this one in such high regard, and I could see yeah. certain things being scary as a kid. But if you rewatch it now, even having a high regard for it when you're younger or years ago. There's just, I don't know. Yeah. Like it's, it's just, it's no, not there. I think the scary parts work. The downfalls, there's so few yeah. of them. 
And, yeah. and there, there's too, they're too few and far between. Really, that's it. But I actually do think they're effective. I agree. B, where are you? I want, what's your rating? A lot of potential. I don't hate it, but I, I'm far from loving it. I'm going to go a little bit on the high end because we did talk for a while about it. So we, we pointed out some decent things about it. I'm going to go. This is the highest I can possibly go on this. Six out of ten. Oh, okay. That's, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. That, I mean, that's. I couldn't go below uh, below five, but I, I can't go higher than six. <laughs> and I'll do six point okay. five, but that's a hundred percent on the on the effective scare sequences and the window vampire stuff and the design of the uh, the main vampire and creature and having a good jump scare as well. Well, you guys aren't going to believe this, but a hundred percent legit. <laughs> my grade, my rating, and I don't do this very much, but it ended, ended up just having to be. A six point seven five, seven five, yeah, that's that's what I, I couldn't give it a seven. There was too many questions and this and that. I wanted to, and I was trying to appreciate the atmosphere and the story and everything else, but there was just too many questions by the end of it, and just you know, yeah, we, we we've covered it, but yeah, so <laughs> it's funny, a six, a six and a half, and a six seven five, nice, but yeah. And a lot of people love the shit out of this movie. I know. Yeah. When you guys were going on, and that's why I kind of went out there. I was looking at my notes, and I went back to the IMDb uh, reviews, and I was like, I can't believe it. People are really – but I guess if it scared the shit out of you as a kid and you and you have that nostalgia for it. I, I'm telling you, I'd be much higher if, if I had seen this. Like like I said, if I'd seen this in, in 89 or 90 when I was you know, 9, 10 years old. De- definitely. And I, I got to tell you. I stand corrected. The VHS is three hours and three minutes, and so is the DVD. But I t- am telling you, they used to play this on cable in a shortened version. It was not always this long. Well, there's no, there is there, there, twenty on here, but it, my my Blu-ray was three oh three or something. Like yeah, three oh three. Maybe three twenty was because of the uh, you know the TV with the commercials and stuff. No, I think that would have been four hours two two hour segments. Oh, easy. Sure. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, what's it called? Uh, yeah, there's definitely an hour and like 50 minute version out there. I don't know if it's on any physical uh, media, but it's definitely out there because I was yep. reading about the formats and they said that uh, there was a shorter version. Okay. All right. That's the one I used to see because I, I yeah. do not remember it always being this long. I found some but... alternate versions here. So Salem's Lot originally aired as a two-night miniseries with the first episode airing on November 17, 79, the second November 24, 79. A total of four different versions exist. The original CBS broadcast, the CBS rebroadcast version shown a year later, the European European theatrical released version, uh-huh. and the, blue, the DVD Blu-ray version. The original CBS broadcast version ran a total of 200 minutes, including commercials. The rebroadcast, 150 the theatrical, European theatrical uh, release version, which was edited even more, down to 112 minutes. Yeah. There you go. Not that only the one I saw. a bunch of scenes, but also had slightly more violent hour scenes. 40. Wow. An hour 42. See, that was the one that they must have played uh, on cable. On See, more shorter, shorter character development and more violence. That's the version we want to see. Yeah. yeah, I want to get my hands on that shit. Can we get it? Someone should put out a Salem's Lot. Remember when they put out that Dawn of the Dead DVD set and it had all four versions? The yeah. short version, this, the extended, the European. That's what I want for Salem's Lot, although I'm not going to spend all that money for the other versions. But I want to be able to sit down and watch the hour and 42-minute version, and maybe it brings it up. Yeah. I don't know. 
I mean, I'm sure people listening are saying that we're crazy and that they love it and that the guy's the, and the director's name is not Tobe, it's Toby. Well, or that it's an hour. <laughs> we know and 52, that. Or that it's an hour and fifty-two minutes. Well, they gotta know right. that's our joke, Tobe. Oh Tobe. yeah, an hour and fifty-two. Excuse me, not forty-two. I apologize. I just want to save you from the backlash. Yeah, you're right. Who are these Tobe, Hooper loving, <laughs> mathematically, mathematically incorrect motherfuckers? Ah, uh, unbelievable. All righty. First movie. That's the first movie. Two to go. All Two right, guys. Go. You ready to move on? Yeah. 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 Let's go. All right. Up next, from 2008, it is The Strangers, written and directed by Brian Bertino. A young couple staying in an isolated vacation home are terrorized by three unknown assailants. Ratings? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got lots. I got lots. I'm I'm glad, because I I enjoy this movie. I like the opening, giving, you know, straight-up facts about 1.4 million violent crimes in America then it gives you this date, you know, February 11, 2005, and we got Kristen and James. It's very simple to follow, and they say based on a true story and all that, okay. so it really freaks you out. Right off the bat, B. Okay. Number one, have you ever done any research on this possibly being a true story, and do you know anything about that? I know nothing about that, and I assumed when I read based on a true story that it just means this type of shit happens in in the world, and that freaks this me out. This type of shit happens every day. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess so. Okay. See, you know anything about this? Because uh, I don't. I'm not. No, I don't. Uh, okay. I, I, was I going would have just assumed up. it was BS. Okay. Because it kind of reminded me of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The voice was almost a little overdone. That's what I was going to say. Do you but, guys think that that was a, um, a, a nod to John Lerichette? I think it was. I think it was because it reminded me of me it too. immediately. I'm yes. like, well, they're really overdoing it for a, a, a smaller type film in a sense, but it worked. And then to go into the 911 call worked. Yeah. Like it, it just it was a great way to set it up for sure. Uh, but yet I, they are both kind of true. I mean, Texas Chainsaw, I mean, based on... Ed Gain, yeah, and certainly it. this type of home invasion type stuff does exist. And the fact that it's completely random makes it even more real because those are the types of crimes that are like the easiest to get away with and the most horrifying so, when there's no motive behind it. Let me throw out this question. Had she said yes, would the whole night have turned out differently? No, because they were fucking when the knock came on the door. They would have been yeah, fucking but it was, for sure if they, they said yes. The whole lead up, they're depressed. They're in True. that state. They're Which I just love. about to go into that. And then the knock came. Had they been in, on cloud nine and a little bit more aware, he wouldn't have called his friend to come. If this started, they wouldn't have, he wouldn't have grabbed the shotgun and blown half of his friend's head off. So it's her fault. You are correct. Cause they would have fucked. They would have been asleep. They might not have heard the knock. Or, no or they would have just been in a different state of mind and and he wouldn't have shot his friend, which would have like so the whole train of tra- like train of events. <laughs> but, chain chain. I meant to say chain, but train came out. Chain train events, works. Yeah, train works. It would have chugged a chugged choo choo a different yes. way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, but no, not really. They're at that <laughs> no. if they're at, if yeah. they're at that house. I think they're they're being tormented and killed. If they're asleep. Just because no one answers the door doesn't mean they're not coming in and not going to start tormenting these people. Now, I don't want to sound like a prick, but when I hear summer home, you figure rich. When I hear summer home, you figure a home that you want to actually go to in the summer. This just looked like 
a small little ca- it didn't look like a cottage it, it looked like look a winter like, cottage it didn't, it didn't look like you're you're in the luxury of like a wooded area it just looked like you had a deep lot no pool like if i'm going somewhere for the summer lake me pool me something like it just looked like a regular old house okay have you seen tucker and dale versus evil yeah, like a shit long, like a long time ago. Well, I just watched it recently, and he was going to have a summer home, and it was just a shit fucking cabin. <laughs> <laughs> but was it in the woods? It was in the woods. Yeah, this one didn't, was, like, this one was still, like, kind of in suburbia. I mean, I guess deep lotted, but It still. looked like it was suburbia, but when they go outside, it looked fucking rural. It looked All like right. they were in a fucking All farmland, right. like there's hey, nothing around. Who do I have to blow for that to be my summer home. I would love to have that fucking cottage to drive. Dude, I, I actually quite liked it too. I thought it was quite I'm decent. I'm just saying, if I'm going to have two thing. homes, I want one to actually have a fucking pool or something. I don't think it was, I think, didn't they mention it was well, one, of the family, one of the family's homes? It was his so family it, home. Yeah, it, yeah, so it's his parents' the home. Hoyt, the Hoyt summer home. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, James Hoyt. Okay. okay, the Hoyt summer home. Okay. Here's the question. Now, when I get to the end, I'm going to pose a question to B about this movie and the next movie. And I know what it answer. I know what your answer is going to be, but I'm just going to do it for the same. I still, I still have questions posed to me. Okay, and I like asking them. But let me say this: Why, in the opening narration, does it say the events of this night are not entirely known? The way the movie ends, don't you think that some person would be able to say what the fuck happened in the house that night? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So that hey, hey. again. Sorry, Fred. I just jumped up. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just. I, it doesn't make sense to me because of that. Now I'm. I absolutely. I am 100% not going to shit on this movie. But that is something that struck me because of the. Well, they I don't, don't know the attackers. They, there's no sol- There's nothing solved. They found two dead bodies and carnage. No, they they, oh, they, that's they, the they, thing. She's I, she's alive at the end. Okay. That's the problem. Yeah, but two dead bodies. The friend. Gunshot wounded. Oh, yeah, Mike. Yes. Two dead bodies. But she could have, you know what I'm saying? If she survived, as we're led to believe, she's going to say, well, they knocked on the door. They came in. This happened. This, he got fucking tied up, stabbed in the stomach. This happened. The friend coming, shot up by accident. And they fucking, they were about to Very take true. me out. And, and I survived. So yeah. the the events would be known. <laughs> so funny. It's so funny. You're You're absolutely right. I never even thought that because I thought that was that one last scare to get you. And I like she, like the old like ah, <laughs> she just dies after. But I, you're right. If she's alive because she screams and whatever, yeah, everything's exposed. You're probably right though. She's probably not alive, given that well, they didn't they didn't do a sequel to this sort of sooner. Oh, my my score went up then if that's the case because that was my problem with the film. Not problem, but I saw this movie the first time years ago. In my recollection, and we were uh, we went through this maybe fifty episodes ago or something. But I remember talking about this. I hadn't watched it in a while, but my recollection was it was the same type of ending as the Funny Games ending, and I, I remember loving oh. it for that. Ooh. And then you told me, B, no, you are wrong. That is not the way it ends. Go back and watch it, and then I did. And I, I say like, it in that oh. tone. Yeah, no, probably. I'm an, I'm an asshole. Yeah, that was really dickish. <laughs> no, you are wrong. <laughs> Go back. <laughs> That's not why. <laughs> Dude, I but I went back why. and I watched it. 
And I, I was don't know like, why, oh. though. I will never watch Funny Games again because that movie just – I can't. Like, I can't. Like, I will be emotionally a wreck if I watch that. Yet I could watch this again easily. Just because of the jump scare? Well, <laughs> the I'm telling you, I'm telling you it, I just watched it while we were talking. It's a jump scare to freak out the audience, but I, right, I took it that she died. I never took it that she died, and I took it that I was disappointed because I remember in my mind – for years that the movie ended with her crawling away and fucking getting stabbed and being dead and going, that is a haunting ending. And I will forever remember this movie because of that ending. That's what stuck with me. Then when B told me the movie didn't end that way, that's when I was like, Oh, wait a minute now. I, and then I was like, well, damn well, the movie should have ended that way because people will be talking about it 30 years from now because you don't see that very much. Then I went back and I watched it again and I said, great movie. I appreciated the movie more. Still didn't like the ending. This time around, I love the movie again, even more. And the ending, my, my last note says this, good jump scare, but dot, dot, dot. And that's the well, way I feel. It is a good jump, because literally, I did jump. I, I, it yeah. got me when it happened. It was so loud. The sound design yeah. is fucking it is phenomenal. And I watched it after. I watched your next first. And then I had, had the, I had the volume to 35 on your next. Then I put in my Strangers Blu-ray, and I couldn't even put it up to 20. That just goes to show you how fucking, how, how everything was better about this specific Blu-ray and the sound design in this film. Well, when do the kids make the, and, the phone call then about finding the bodies and everything like that? Like, we assume it's after that scare, no? Of course. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Well, then you would have said oh, there's someone alive. Uh, I guess. Now I have questions. Son of a bitch. Well, <laughs> I'm not gonna let it, no, I'm not going to let it affect my rating because I'm sure it makes sense. I just... I'm thinking of it now. Like, when did they make the call? And is she dead now? I don't know. Because you never I have physically a they... see them do it. You just, it's over over them walking up at the beginning and seeing them. And they said they found bodies. And how rude of them just to walk into someone's house. <laughs> That's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> I have you found that. Jesus? I didn't know he was oh, lost. Wait, let's go back and then we can maybe get to that after. But yeah, it, it, there's a little bit of a question mark there. It doesn't ruin right. the movie. Not at all. But it leaves no, a no. question mark. But the uh, the look of it, opening up with the 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 red tint, and you just see sort of hands, her crying, him upset, they're at a red light, just how that all unfolds, beautifully beautifully done storytelling through visuals. There, you already kind of know, and I'm sorry the night didn't go the way you expected, and boom, and they really don't have to say too much more. They do. They talk a little bit more about it, but I do love how they, they start to, to get into something and then they get interrupted. with And those knocks, you're talking about sound design, those knocks seem to just yeah. rattle your house. Beautiful. Great. Beautiful. And I love dresses. I, this was, I watched oh. this way back when. This was the second time I watched it, and I watched, I watched it twice for the show. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I like... Sorry, my headphones, my headphones went out. So I've been talking, and if you guys interjected, I apologize because I talked right over you. I didn't even hear you guys if you were talking. I apologize. Oh, okay. So that's why. No worries. No worries. Okay. That's why All I said was I agree, basically, that I, I love dresses. I lo I miss dresses. I love that how you can have sex with your wife and just you know just pull her undies off and put her up on the freaking thing and just go to town. Dresses are great. I gotta make my wife make and more, more dresses too. Like it's, it's like an all in one. That's solution. true. Oh, I have a child in the house, so I can't do that shit anymore. No wonder, no wonder I'm looking at this longing for the for the days of my youth when people used to wear dresses. 
That's the problem. Even if she do wear a dress. Brandon will wear a just... dress for us. Is that why she didn't want to get married? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but... Oh, shit. The, the one thing I really like about this, and I thought about it, because I at first, probably the first time I saw it, I wasn't a fan of, it, it's that their their thought process changes throughout this film. They actually start out, James and uh, and Kristen, they start out quite rational and quite smart about what they need to do to stay safe. And had they maintained that, they definitely would have survived the night. But because of the incident that happens with Mike, yeah. it rattles them so that they just start making bad decision after bad decision after, and, and it ultimately leads to where it does. And at first you're watching it like, oh, you were, you were being smart. You should have just stayed in the closet. But given what happens, it's his best friend. He's shook. At this point, like, you are not thinking straight. She clearly, you know, loves Mike, too, and has a good friendship with him because she's crying, too. So they start to unravel emotionally and, and, and mentally, and they're not thinking straight, and they just make poor decisions you know, and uh, it ultimately leads to where it does. And there's a lot of tension and they try to do the right thing, you know, getting to the car, getting the shotgun. I love the scene in the car where uh, I guess it's pinup girls hiding in the back and she just runs her hand across the back of his neck. Oh, ah, oh, that's a great scene. There's so many yeah. cool little moments like that. There are. There are. And at the end, when they kind of hold hands and everything like that, I don't know. Again, I'm glad they cut this lineup. But at one point he looked over at her and he goes, Bitch, if you're going to make this decision two hours ago, we would have never gotten in this mess. Oh, now you love me? <laughs> yeah. My guts. I had to spill my guts for you to love me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that's un- <laughs> uncomfortable stabbing, too. No stabbing's great. Oh, yeah. But some movies just don't get it right. Lords of Chaos is one that gets it right twice. Like two, It's unsettling. I, I don't know if you guys have had a chance yet to watch it. Brandon, you right. said your, it was going to be your first movie to watch. And you haven't watched it. It wasn't my first. I'm going to watch it. It's not. I can't. I don't want to spend 10 bucks for it. It's on Shudder. I'm Kramen. It's on Shudder? Yeah. (laughs) It's not on Shudder here. Oh, maybe it's it's on Canadian Shudder. Sorry. Although maybe it's on like Shudder.com. I have the Prime Shudder. Oh, you got Prime Shudder. How is there a difference? Can't you just. You have Shudder, you got Shudder, no? No, I can't go on to Shudder.com. I can only go on to my Amazon account and go to my Shudder account. I Dude, will see I, it. I, it's a huge difference. It's uh, I said it on this very show that I used to be having on Prime, and then one day I, I found that, that I could go on the website. Huh? <laughs> I didn't know what you meant. I was just like, eh, eh. I, I oh, didn't know that, that there was a difference. I explained. I said, <laughs> no, he did. I remember. There's more but, categories. You can see this and that. You can do the TV. It's it's a it's fucking. You what you get on on the Prime shutter is like seventy percent of what the website. So has. cancel your subscription on that and get it on the other. And get a Chromecast. It's so easy. It costs you fifteen, twenty dollars for a Chromecast. Stick it in the back of your TV and cast everything from your screen to the freaking TV. It's really nice though to have like a woman by your side, like comforting you as you're being stabbed to death. Because she's like, <laughs> she's basically saying, "Look at me, look at me, focus on me. Don't focus on the fact that you're being killed right now." Oh, it's so. It's upsetting. on Hulu. Lords of Chaos is on Hulu, Hoopla, and Canopy. By the way, Canopy oh, and Hoopla a free are site, free. Buddy. Get, you just need a library card. I get so Canopy's yep. like Hoopla, like I'm talking about. So I've got yep. Hoopla and Canopy. The the selection is phenomenal yep. for I free. Know. I'm for on free. it, man. I don't like a bonnet. Yep, I gotta get. You gotta get on that shit, B. You're what did you out. say about a library card, though? Well, go to your library. Yeah. Get a card. 
And when you have, you've gotten the card, you can use those digits to sign up for Hoopla and Canopy. And you, get seven, you get seven boros a month. Uh, yep. So you're, it's legit. And you get seven from one, seven from another. That's how I saw Anna in the Apocalypse. That's uh, 14 boros a month. Hey, that <laughs> is your forte. Tons of movies. Tons. Cool. Everybody get on it. Canopy Hoopla. Canopy spelled with a K. Just in case. They're get a new sponsor. There. Drink a Timmy's. Drink yeah. A Timmy's. <laughs> yeah. Watch that... can... Get a Timmy's. Sit down in front of your canopy. <laughs> watch Hoopla. <laughs> What's all this Hoopla? Hoopla. So you got a Popeye. You ever see the Popeye movie when the guy uh, the guy keeps saying it in the Popeye movie? Hoopla. <laughs> oh, he's great. Uh, if I have waiting. one, if I have one quibble with the movie, sorry to just like go back into it like Rain Man, <laughs> but it, it, when Mike does show up, like obviously the first thing that happens is his car gets fucking demolished, you know. And, and right then, right then and there, take out the cell phone and call the cops. He lost his cell phone though at that point. No, is that what he couldn't didn't have it at that point? Mike. Oh, Mike. I'm sorry. The Mike, buddy, the friend. Yeah, Mike, yeah, yeah, the yeah. buddy. He shows yeah. up. He doesn't call the cops. He goes inside, and the record is is blaring at this point. Shut the record player off and call out for Kristen and James. I he think... doesn't do any of those things. Yeah. I, I get, I get, I get the way he went. He was, he knew something was wrong. Well, he's also drunk. So he's kind of... Supposedly, he he was. That's true. He was. Yeah, he was back, definitely. He was at the wedding. Okay. No, that's that's true. And I, I could see, you know, walking into a house like that and sort of tiptoeing around because you don't know what's going on, but you know something's wrong. I mean, obviously, you're not expecting someone in the closet to blow your head off with a shotgun. So I, I could see why he acted the way he did. But at the same time, my first instinct, especially with the car being smashed, right, I'd be like, I need a cop over here at this address. You know, my car just got smashed. It's, there's, there's something wrong. The front door to my friend's house is open. Like, I, there's something wrong here. But... Not a big quibble. So what, when I first saw this movie, I was like waiting for that glimmer of hope that they were going to get away and that someone was going to save the day. And it just keeps spiraling downwards. So you get the mic scene and then you get everything that happens with them until they're tied up on the chairs and holding hands and getting stabbed to death. And it's just like this emptiness that you feel. But yeah. you, I pride the movie for that. I don't fault it for it because that's awesome. And it, it may have awesome. been better if they didn't have the scream, Dave. But it's such a great jump scare. And I'm still willing to say that yes. it was just a jump scare. And she she perished thereafter. The, that's fine. The scream made me jump. It's the scream that makes me jump. And it's like, oh, holy shit, man. Maybe she did perish. That's fine. That's like, fine. Like, Maybe that, Like a bad head of broccoli. <laughs> it makes it easier to swallow. Exactly. She perished. Now... Why did she, why would she not let that alarm continue to ring? If that was you and you were in the house and your smoke alarm goes off, wouldn't you continue to let it ring, 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 ring? So maybe the people on the outside would think that you have some type of home alarm possibly or something or that authorities are going to come. Why would you it's shut it down? Instinct. Normally, it's I'll an shut instinct it down. of like, oh shit, a noise, and then yeah, and you and you're like, it's causing, it's causing like, uh, it's alerting into my presence or, or whatever, even though it's not. Your rational thinking is one way. I know me. In that middle of the night, you're freaked out. Boom. I'm like, oh, shut it off. Shut it off. <laughs> right. <laughs> True. That's a good point. I, I can buy that. Okay. Again, I brought up a few things, and they, it seems like I'm nitpicking. No, I'm no, not. It's in fine. this movie, good questions. we have suspense at last in this movie. 
wonderful. Yeah. We've gone years without suspense at this point. You know what I mean? It's great. The first time you see them, the killers entering the home in the background oh. and everything they do in the stalking, it's fucking mwah, yeah. <laughs> as Christian would say. <laughs> it really is. I, I like this movie more each time I watch it. So I'm just, for the sake of the show, because I, when I see things, I have to question yeah, no, certain absolutely. things. No, absolutely. You get stereo mwahs, by the way, just so you know. Do we get that in uh, hi-fi stereo, Brandon? What's that? Are you mwahing the <laughs> uh, the suspense in it too? Mwah. Okay, good. Fine. There we go. He's alive, everybody. I wanted, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted more. I love the few scenes more. we see with, with Sackhead and with uh, <laughs> Sackhead. 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 Who's it? The by the way, and a girl in the backgrounds, but I wanted a few oh. more. Like especially when they first entered the house, I would have loved to see if you could just kind of see things in the shadows even more. Because when they come out, there's there's they're there. You can see them. I wanted in the shadows a little bit more, but that's just me being nitpicky. A little more. That's the, that's the beauty of this movie that they are in the shadows for so much. Well, they're How in much? the shadows as in they're not seen. I want to see them in the house. Be like, go back and be like, I, I want that effect that. Uh, that sort of like like Mungo had on me at the first time I saw that. And I was just like, what? Like, it's there? It's like just out of your periphery the whole time? I want to be like, you go back to the 22-minute mark and pause it. You can see Dollface, you know, rubbing one out in the corner. That's oh actually Dollface. Yeah, I know. That's insane. <laughs> really? She's stunning. See, here I am watching the movie thinking that the that the other one Sackhead. would be the one. Oh, what did you say? Blackhead. Sackhead. <laughs> Blackhead. Not sack. <laughs> blackhead. Blackhead. Yeah, she's a pimple. You know, blackhead. She's got acne. <laughs> oh, shit. I thought you were calling the other girl blackhead because she was a brunette. I don't know. <laughs> but for the brunette, I thought would have. But just by looking at her, I'm like, man, I bet she's very pretty underneath that I mask. I think she's. They're probably both very attractive. Well, we know that the one is now. Wow. But the blonde. The blonde. I think it's like a supermodel or something. Like she's, wow. you can tell she's very tall, just like yeah, when she stands up. <laughs> true, I have no complaints. I have no complaints, honestly. Outside of what I had, uh, we have suspense at last. The jump scares are great when we get them. The open window and then the front door jump right after one after another when she's alone. Uh, man, yeah, and oh, even she... even the tension of her, you know, cowering in the bedroom the first time, and you hear the footsteps, and 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 it's James that shows back up, you know, just you know, it's there are there are a lot of tensions, the hiding in the pantry, you know, with the the, the doll face jump scare. There's there's a lot of good stuff here. My only issue, and it doesn't affect my scoring in any way, is the rewatchability. It's not, it's a really great film. It's just not a fun film to rewatch because you don't want to see these <sighs> these people tortured over I and over. It twice. I like I actually it. enjoyed it so much yeah. last week. I watched it when I was on the plane for work, and then when I came, like I said, I got to watch it again to search fresh in my head for the show. And I only do that if it, if I really enjoyed the film. Yeah. So I I know what you're saying because it has that funny games esque yeah type of feel, and that's okay. That that might make it good. It doesn't have to have to be watched every every month every year. Uh, maybe it's something that you don't really want to revisit, and that's why you hold it in such a high regard. But uh, for me, yeah, I actually do like it. I, but I'm a sucker. I actually like Strangers Pray at Night as well. Which, I, yeah, I, I love Strangers Pray at Night. Yeah. I, I love it too. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, like, that's, that's got more rewatchability to me, even though I think this one is probably the better film. 
yeah, but they're, this they're, is definitely they're, better. This they're is close better, for me. This is a better film. That's a better slasher. This is yeah. Like, this is that's more. This is a home invasion, and that one brings yep. it into a slasher realm. Yeah. But when the family gets killed in that one, it's still brutal. But we'll mm-hmm. save that review for another day. As a standalone right. film, this is great. Did you ever? And I just brought it up, which is why my head was down. I'm not just you know like looking at my own uh, junk here. But did you ever mm-hmm. look at the Roger Ebert review? Because I remember when this movie came out. And I remember reading his review. I said, wow, what, that's kind of a, he gave it kind of a shit review. Shit rating. Sorry, but the review was actually quite good. He gave it one and a half stars. But read huh. the review. It's actually a great review to read. Really? Because he says he, made those, me- he said he actually went to, oh, I'll paraphrase it. He actually went on IMDb, saw a link to an interview with the director, watched the interview with the director, and said, this kid looks like he's in his 20s, found out he, he just pitched the idea. He was a grip, pitched the idea, was asked to direct the film, handed his grip material to his buddy and said, I guess I won't be needing these anymore. Are you and cracking then, jokes? No. Hand grip? No, 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 no. Hand, this is all legit. Hand, handing grip? Hand grip? No. What's going on here? No. This is the, <laughs> the legit story. You're saying he handed in his grip. <laughs> it's grip tools. So, Kung Fu grip. It says, uh, he goes, as much as I hated the movie, as much as I hated it, it's a competent movie that shows he has the chops to be a director. So I gave it 1.5 stars instead. Because he said why one you, star at the beginning. Why does he have to do that? I don't understand that. Why review horror movies if you hate horror? But he, Ebert has given horror some great reviews over the years. It's just very few and far between. Sure. Very few lately. Sorry. But his website's still cracking him out. Yeah. I mean, this, is guy, this guy's like Tupac. He's reviewing movies <laughs> from his grave. Yes, he is. He is like Tupac. He's got more out yeah. after he's dead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's cranking him out somehow. <laughs> That's going to be our new movie, Ghost Critic. <laughs> Sorry, Bill Cosby. Oh boy! Did we talk about that the last Ghost show? The Bill Cosby yeah. shit. Uh, <laughs> it's coming back to me now. Okay, all right. But dude, I really love the movie. The the stalking scenes and, and the way they take their time and play with them until morning is great. And I yeah. love the fact that they wait until morning. And as soon as morning comes, it's like symbolic. The sun comes up. They take off their mask and they do. It's like it's like they they're playing by this set of rules. Let's fuck with everybody until daylight. And when yeah. daylight comes, then we show them who we are and then we take them out. It's I just was just going to bring that. And it's, I was, it's cool. I was going to bring up that scene. The The unmasking scene is sort of, I, I don't know if it's overlooked, but it's really quite a, a horrific scene because that's the point when you know that they're going to die. And they know it too because, you know, right. anytime, anytime someone shows their face, you know. So, so I mean. It's, it's curtains for them. And it's curtains. <laughs> Oh, man. The train of events to follow is bad. Wait, <laughs> it is train of events, isn't it? It is chain. It is chain. Sounds... Oh, <laughs> oh. train sounds good though. Chain, chain, chain. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I like train of events now. <laughs> train of why not? When we get start selling T-shirts, that'll be one of the slogans. Next time on, on C-section. <laughs> oh, that's right. C-section. Next C-section, show. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, who gets to be in the who gets to be in the caboose on our on our train of events? T-shirt? I don't want to be in the middle. I think I'll be I'll be the engine. The middle gets the you know, like, that's Brandon. Brandon's the middle. Why do I have to be in the middle in this human centipede? That's that's our promo. 
Are you the engine or the caboose? Yeah. Come on, I'll, yeah. be, I'll be in the middle. I'll that be was in the middle. Trouble. I know. See? <laughs> How do we know this is going to happen? <laughs> we were prophetic, I guess. <laughs> oh, one more thing. You talked about the sound design. Never more evident in the scene when he's lining up the shotgun and you hear the, uh, the sackhead charging, the footsteps, the, the sprinting. Oh. Talk about sound being scary. Yeah, and that's and it will. That's a full-on sprint, and it heightens yeah. the the enjoyment factor and the scare factor yeah. of a, a horror film, which is why it's so important. I know not the first and the only one to say this, but that's why when 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 we watch low budget ones sometimes and they don't get the sound right, it really sinks the movie for me. Yeah. What about well, when you well, watch sure. silent films? It really sinks the movie for me. <laughs> yeah, they really <laughs> didn't get the sound right on those. How about well, Titanic, the original? How about what? <laughs> the original Titanic. Did the sound design sync the movie for you? <laughs> it's a waka waka night tonight. Oh, we're, that's a great show. I, all cylinders. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that that is an iconic scene. The very first time you see the freaking, the first shot of the man in the doorway when you see Liv Tyler. Her reaction is as well. Dude, so good, no, so good, and him. so simple. And then she runs to the door or opens the door, and then it's the the one with the face, the mask on. And then she shuts it, and then she she falls down like she's just like I'm fucked. But it, it done in such a great way. But oh, I'm yeah, talking about she doesn't know he's there. The first oh, time that he's just in you're the talking doorway. talking about the camera from back in like the woods, right? Oh, you're talking no, about no, in the kitchen. In the kitchen. Inside. Yeah. Yes, she's yes. in the kitchen and he's in the doorway and she doesn't know Before he's Before the dead. door shuts and we hear the door slam, which she thinks uh, dude's home. Isn't right. That, yeah. Right. That, like, that's, the, uh, that's the cover art on, on IMDb. Is it really? Yeah, if you go on IMDb, it's her standing there and you can see uh, Sackhead in the background. IMDb. No, okay, I am uh, the DB. <laughs> you what got do they DB? call it? Oh, they just call him Man in Mask. That's Sackhead. Man? It is Sackhead. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to get into the next movie because there's so many. Oh, oh dude. And uh, Pinup Girl, Pin Girl is beautiful. Is she? Yeah. I just had a feeling without even seeing. Oh, she's older than I thought she'd be. But then again, I didn't know that the other one was. So I'm one for one. I'm one for two, I guess. She's yeah. A um, lot, she's a lot older, though. She's like 15, she year, she's 15 years older than Dollface. Dollface looks Fine. young to me. Yeah. She looks like she still has baby fat at the time, too. You know, she seems like younger. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Just the other one definitely seems like you she can was tell a, with that mask on. Yeah, she had a kind of a round face. The fat you know came over around the mask. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not calling her fat. I just baby fat. You know, she wasn't isn't uh, you know matured. You know what I mean? I don't want to get in trouble with anybody. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. Um, and that CB scene when she's on the CB talking to him and the fucking crashes down. They spot him. Oh, it's yeah. so good. It's so good. Right, that's a it's good so, scare, too. Yeah. God, there's so many good scares, and there's just a simple concept of freaking having them stalk them and having us as the viewer witness that. That doesn't get old to me. That's something I like to rewatch. Not too much. Maybe once a year. Maybe yeah. once a year now. I'll go yeah. back and I'll watch it. You know what I mean? But I, to me, there, it, 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 the rewatchability factor is there for me. I. I'm in that whole that atmosphere. I, I love seeing them stalk I, that. I agree. What did she, what did she fall in the, into? Did they dig that trench? 
was that like a moat she fell into? Maybe they're maybe they're putting in a pool that I wanted. There it is. See, there you go. See, it was gonna be a real legit summer home, pool and all. It's like poltergeist. I think they were putting Christian it in a approved. moat. I think it was yes, a moat. Yes, now it's official. It was a, a moat. moat. Yeah, we're just getting thrown moat. in the moat. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man, a moat. Moat. But oh, that this is what it's all about because you have one setting. One main setting. Okay, they had to get a couple of other shots on the street with some lights and whatever. So be it. But one main setting, two main actors. They needed, what, like six people for this film? And the two kids. But, I mean, you're talking about a skeleton crew. This is what you need if you want to make a low-budget movie, make it work. Minimalist. They just needed someone's house for two weeks to be able to film the movie. I don't know how long the movie took. I'm just saying that uh, that's it. And, and, And it's effective. (laughs) <laughs> B seems to like it the least. B, what was your rating? Yeah. Eight out of ten. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh. I'll go with a nine. I actually never thought of a rating until we were, talk- where we were doing this. I Before the show, I was like, shit, I didn't rate any of the films. Oh, well, that's okay. Sometimes it's right. good to do it this way and just talk about it and then yeah. see how you really feel, you know? But I- I'm all, I'm also at a nine. Yeah. It's a great film, man. It really is. It's it's weird though. I find that people seem to love it or hate yeah, it. Yeah, I was just gonna I was just gonna bring that up. I find you're either at that eight nine range or people are like, what a piece of shit. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, and it's Watson not loves a piece it. of shit. Yeah, I remember him. Really oh yeah, enjoy, it's like a ten to him. Yeah. He loves it, and I think Jeremy hates it because Jeremy. I think he always references them. When he says, you know, if you want to watch a good home invasion film, I feel like he always brings up them when. Uh, oh come on, them over the strangers. That was good, but th- them goes out of the home, mm. and into tunnels and shit. Very. <laughs> and the Jesus yeah. kids end up being the killer. Oh, they flip it out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they are. Is it the same kids? No. <laughs> Imagine that the kids from this movie, they get turned on by that, and they go off, and they start. They they, they drop Jesus. And they become killers themselves. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they should have just found the mask and put it on. And it goes up yes. to the eye like Roy in part five. Could <laughs> them be a sequel? <laughs> well, Bobby in part okay, five in sure? the Roy mask. Um, could them be a sequel? Them is a sequel to made? us. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it is. Maybe I'm, talking it's about the giant, I'm talking about the giant insect film. Bad <laughs> 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 them. <laughs> Why is Brandon blue today instead of white? Dude, I am so blue. I'm fucking fucking Barlow now. I'm blue. Jesus, I look like I'm in Salem's Lot. Yeah, look at him. Count Orlick. There he is. Count Orlick in the flesh. I feel like Violet. Violet, you're turning Violet, Violet. Actually, you know what? That's because the Your Next page on IMDb has a blue background. See? Better? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yes. Look at this Keep Keep it there. By the way... That was from Dave G, the uh, the Strangers, by the way. So, Thanks, uh, Dave G. Yeah, thank you. Always a hey, pleasure. I think to he's trying to, like, honey dick your name there. By the way, <laughs> honey dick, we had it all wrong last show. <laughs> what? It doesn't mean, what is, what is honey, honey dick? I think honey dicking, I actually looked it up when I was editing, going, wow, we fucked that up, but I'm keeping it in. Because we kept calling it honey dicking every time someone said a movie that the, uh, someone else had next. There's yeah. no way that's honey dick. That yeah, wasn't honey dick. <laughs> yeah, I think JP started that, that when we were on 22 Shots on, on for a year or whatever, one of those years. <laughs> he started that, that phrase. Honey dick? Honey, he started, honey, he started molly whopping also. And honey dick, I think. And I had to look up molly whopping, and that's when you slap someone across the face with your dick. That's actually <laughs> Maybe what Maybe he's getting confused. 
Oh, okay. Molly Wop Honey Dick. Hmm. I had it earlier. I don't he know says some funny stuff, though. Honey Dick he is does. funny. <laughs> it's a funny one, that JP. Honey Dick. Honey Dick, what is it? Wait, wait, wait. That's the wrong this one. This poor bastard. When someone screws you over as if they put honey on their... What? What? <laughs> That's the Urban over. Dictionary. That's the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Say it, though. Say it anyway. I want to know what it is. I'm when someone screws you over as if they put honey on their dick and fucked you up in the ass. What? That doesn't sound like being screwed over. That sounds sweet, actually. <laughs> well, if you're going to get fucked in the ass, they may as well put honey on their dick first to, to loosen it up a little bit. Yes. Would you be fucked in loosen it up? Wouldn't, it like stick, wouldn't you like stick in there like crazy glue? Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> like Winnie the Pooh, like coming out of the hole. The, honey uh, if given the, the hole, the honey jar. If given the choice, if you were going to be anally raped and they said, well, I'm going to put honey on my dick or I'm going to go in raw dog, what would you choose? I want to be honey dicked. I think so, too. Any, any, any fluid, I think, would be better to, 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 to lubricant. Honey you know? dick me any time of the day. So I think honey dick, is, is he's dicking them over. So, yeah, I think that phrase does work in that vernacular. He honey dicked them. He's been researching honey dick for a long time. I know. Honey yeah, dick. Sorry. Wow, oh, I know. There's a lot of bees flying around my ass after that show. <laughs> and I hope that the listeners don't think that we're going to be honey dicking them after show 100. <laughs> well, maybe, Molly, maybe Molly Whopping, but. Mainly Molly. Yeah, mainly. I can't even talk. Maybe Molly mouth. I can't talk. Anyway, real quick to, to, oh, look, to talk Christian's about Christian's number one movie. Honey Dick. Oh, there it is. Goosebumps. <laughs> ah, what do you mean, there it is? What are you talking about? Goosebumps in the background. Dick on a what? Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Goosebumps. The board This game. is why you guys got to get on Patreon. Yeah, you really do. Goosebumps. <laughs> Holy shit. After show 100. Front and center. His Friday stuff is all the way at the top shelf. Front and center, Goosebumps. <laughs> Number one of the, dec- of the decade. That's the board game. <laughs> oh, he's got it all. He's got the board game. Part one, part two. Oh, he's got slappy. the books. He's got the dummy back there probably. What's his name? Slappy. Hey, Flappy, slap dick. He's got it all going. Honey dick, slap dick. (laughs) (laughs) Now, would you honey dick slappy? That's the question. For a part Goosebumps 3? Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, by the time this this hits the, uh, you know, the public, this particular show. I thought you were going to say the theaters. (laughs) No, 95. By the time 95 hits the public, um, (laughs) we have already released the video. Out to all of our um, social media. We did a quick video explaining what's happening after show 100. And after show 100, we are going to be a, a, a subscription-based podcast on Patreon. $3 a month is going to get you three shows a month, audio and video. So that's what's going on. There's a reason for it. We have big plans. We want to we make a movie. We have a bunch of stuff happening. We get into detail on it on that video. So... Hopefully, if you're hearing us say this now, it's the first time you've heard it, you look up that video. But just so you know, we are going to make history and be the first ever <laughs> horror movie. It's true. Did we no research this? <laughs> we always say we do make history. <laughs> well, that's that's part of the allure. That's why I'm pimping up the show. I'm pimping up us. Maybe okay. episode, episode, episode 102, we're back to, non, to non-Patreon non only. It didn't work. We didn't make history. We're back. <laughs> yeah. we, I was wrong. We weren't the first show that's done it. <laughs> but anyway, that's where you're going to find us. Show 101 Plus is going to be on Patreon. That's where we're going to be. 
We're still going to put out something here. Other than, well, three. other than exclusively full episodes, other than little teasers and a little bit of, of keeping you in the loop of what's going on. <laughs> full episodes. <laughs> the rest yeah. of you get a quarter of an episode. <laughs> if you're but lucky. the first hundred episodes will always be there. We're not going to take them down or anything like that. They're still going to be on YouTube and I believe on Horophilia as long as it's running and everything. It's all still out there. So there will be access, but we, we, we have some plans. We're trying to make some moves here. And th this is what we decided was the best for many reasons. And again, it's time. It's time. Video. It is time. It's time. We, this movie has got to happen. We've been talking about it for years. I don't even know what the movie idea is anymore, but we want to make a movie and... Porno. It's time to it's time to start. Yeah, it might be a, a porno. Chain yeah, of that's... events. <laughs> train of events. Yeah. Train of oh, events. <laughs> now he goes. He gets it wrong each time. He calls it train when it's supposed to be train, and train when it's supposed to be chain. <laughs> that's great. Pardon me, boy. That's my life. <laughs> How about the Honey Dick Chronicles? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And I tell you, if there is a podcast, I, again, we said this on, on the on the YouTube video, the one that's going to be out. But I believe that this podcast, it, there's part of it that you're missing if you're just listening. I, I truly believe that to see that visually is going to add something. Now, I'm not thinking that everyone's going to do it. I'm sure there's some Patreon people, some patrons that don't watch the videos. I know there is, and they just listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what they do. See, you guys are, I'm laughing at this. You guys don't even know what I'm laughing at. But anyway, I hope nobody gives us a hard time. I hope you know that we love you guys. Our patrons already know about this, so this isn't news to them. But uh, this is show 95. We figured we would say it five shows before episode 100 to let everybody know, to give everybody a heads up that 101, we're becoming subscription-based. And we hope you guys understand. And we love you all, no, no matter what happens. And This know. is blasphemy. <laughs> This is blasphemy. Yeah. Who asshole. gives a fuck? <laughs> but if you love us, That's you'll be slogan. down $3 a month. That's not bad. It's $1 a show. Or more. One, or more. And, or more, certainly. <laughs> and we're going to have that. We're going to have we're still, We're definitely going to have two giveaways a month as far as the, um, whatchamacallits, the codes and some other things going on. And we have other plans. We're going to do more. We're going to have some merchandise that we're going to give non-profit merchandise that we're just going to, whatever we get it for is going to go to you, to the people that are the patrons, you know, for whatever we've paid for it. Just, so we have plenty of ideas. We're trying First to give away. is going to be a goosebumps board game. <laughs> <laughs> Can't promise all the pieces are there. <laughs> and, and, a, and a slappy doll. <laughs> slappy. Yes. Well used. So that, that's where we're going. And anyway, check out the video. It's on our YouTube. What's the video? YouTube uh, exploding heads or podcast. That's it. Yeah, right. when you're YouTube, just put that in. Because there was some Exploded Heads comedy troupe. They're not doing anything anymore. <laughs> not that funny. <laughs> We're probably funnier. We're not even a comedy show. Yeah. You know? If Patreon takes off, we we might become a troupe. We might travel. Yeah. Do a shows. Troop. A troupe. Yeah. Okay, we'll become a troupe. Right. Troop Beverly Hills. Yeah. We'll have our own little train. <laughs> the troop troop train. <laughs> Oh That's my god. Joke. Yeah, here we go. Please. Base everything Please. on this discussion. Here's what I want. I want to be able to make enough money for Patreon where I never have to leave my house again. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all yeah. I'm looking for. Yeah, if we do that, we'll do five shows a week. If I, uh, yeah, that's fine. I, if, I agree 100% with you. If I could make a living podcasting, I podcast every single day. So what you'll I, get you get new content 
They get sick yeah, of five, yeah, five days a week. Yeah, I get sick of fucking half the guys that are on our network. So then I'm, I'm listening to them in fucking five yeah, seconds. yeah, Mike. So I mean, imagine, <laughs> imagine what people Hold would say they heard. I don't want to spread myself too thin. Yeah, you know feel, what I mean. Feel Unless I'm getting honey dipped, then maybe. <laughs> ah, so anyway, yeah, just so you guys know, that's what's happening. And again, the video is going to be out there, so there's going to be more detail there, and uh, we'll see what happens. But that's the direction we're heading, and we hope everybody understands. And we love you all, and we really want to get this. We're definitely going to have a Facebook, a private, privatized Facebook page just for the patrons. So we can still go on there and socialize and talk horror without the worry of people being assholes or anything else. No drama. So that's the plan. Uh, you know, a, a little family of headites. You know what I mean? So last movie, you're next. All right, guys. Last movie is You're Next from 2011, written by Simon Barrett, directed by Adam Wingard. When the Davison family comes under attack during their wedding anniversary getaway, the gang of mysterious killers soon learns that one of the victims harbors a secret talent for fighting back. Soon! <laughs> I don't know what happened. I stroked out there. It happens. Can I, I mean, I know we jump all around. I just want to ask one thing. There was a 10-minute period in this film, and it was um, right when the attacks first start. Literally when um, it's Ty West who plays Tariq, right? Gets shot with the arrow? Correct. Yeah, right when he takes the arrow in the head and falls. For that commotion, for the for 10 minutes, the camera work, at least to me, was so shaky, I was actually getting dizzy. There was. I did notice that throughout the film that the camera did move around a bit. That, that it, it, there was no tripod. There was no whatever the hell. Uh, Christian knows it better than I do. The, the terminology, I'm sure. Uh, it, it's not mounted. That it, it's, oh, so it was handheld. It was very handheld. much like a found footage film there. Oh, but that shakiness for that, like, 10 minutes... I mean, I noticed it moved throughout, but that 10-minute period of time, I was like, oh, my God, this is this is very jarring. Well, I agree. And when I first saw this, I was very high on it. I'm not saying I'm not. I still really enjoy it, but I was very high on it. Because I remember making a, a comment, like, saying, well, this will probably be one of the, the standouts of the year. And Dave's like, you got to be kidding me. But it depends now, too, because officially this was released 2011, but I don't think we yeah. actually saw it until 2013. It's funny yeah. you say that because I, you know, I was glad we had to review this one because this was another, you know, rewatch for the Top 100 show. Yeah, and I'll agree with you. I, I not, I don't want to. Well, I guess I could spoil. We're doing it now. <laughs> I was higher on this film the other times I've seen it compared to now. The saving grace of this film is uh, Sharni Vinson. I mean, she's, she's absolutely terrific in this. Kick-ass final girl. Uh, yeah, she's she's yep. terrific, and uh, you know, but other than that, it's um, I don't know. Well, I, it was weird. The setup <laughs> took a little bit longer. Like that opening. Yeah. That opening should have been better. Like that opening actually kind of is lackluster. It the really is. That, the, the neighboring couple and uh, and and they they're, you know they're fucking out of the gate, which is kind of fun to come into. But the kills and the reveals and everything like that are just leave like there should have been. It should have been more because you don't really get anything for a while, and you get a yeah. couple, you get a, a like a chintzy splatter of blood on the wall, really bad yeah. too. Yeah, I don't yeah. mind that. I like and, the and intro. you get nothing. You get nothing for him. I like that they propped uh, Larry Fessenden up. You know, so yeah. it come back later on. But it, it should have been more shocking. So so it kind of 
creates this sort of uneasy feeling leading up to what's coming. Yes. Why yes. were they killed? So that they had, uh, well, I, again, I think really it's just a tease to think it's just massive home invasion thing and people are going crazy. But I think it was for also for their, they knew they were up there so that there would be no witnesses yeah. to worry about the family after because they're the neighbors right next door. As well. I'm sorry. It, it is revealed. AJ Bowen says it at the end that that was the re- it was to make it look more believable that they were okay. I, let me take that. Strike that from the uh, the record. Did you ever ask me sense. the question you wanted to at the end of the Strangers or no? It's at the end of the Strangers and at the end of this one. And oh, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll wait till we get to the end. Remind me again because I'm going to bring it up and then I'm going to say what, what do you think about that? But it's going to pertain. And speaking of the Strangers and this one, there are many comparisons between the strangers and this one that I made notice more than you would think as I'm watching them both. And I'm not going to say them all right now because we're going to talk about those parts first. So I don't want to just blurt everything out that happens in the movie right now, but there are so many similarities between the strangers and your next. Uh, It's, it's kind of unbelievable. By the way, this movie comes to us from Corey white. He is relatively new as a patron. He came to us in December. So he gave us like, yeah, he gave us five or six to choose from. And uh, what'd you say? What'd you call him? Core. Core? Oh, go ahead. Apple Core. It's spelled with a K, though. Apple Core. K O R O Y. So um, there you go. Um, what'd you say? Can I call him White? Yeah. Call him whatever you want, as long as he's cool with it. Whitey, like the guy in Lords of Salem. Can I call him Colored Bear? <laughs> the camera work is a little a little distracting, Brandon. Let's get yeah, back to that in, in parts. But. What I found was at the beginning, I'm like, huh, I didn't really care for that opening. I, I remember it being bigger. And then, huh, that dad's acting really sucks. <laughs> like the oh, dad, nice. I thought was not a good actor. I thought they overdid the, hey, son, we're going we're gonna to be doing all this together and, and all this. I can't wait to have the family here. And it, it just seemed overdone. And I don't remember that. And then I found a few of the people were not that great acting. What did you think of Dave Z? <laughs> My girl Z. Yeah. Z-E-E. Yeah. <laughs> I like her. Dude, I, the, the one thing it does really well is obviously you get a big cast. You get a lot of kills in this movie. Mm-hmm. And and there's some great gore in this. And you know what? Cool masks. Yeah, cool masks. And the big complaint. What, what were the – there was the sheep, the wolf. What was the other one? Was it a mouse? The first guy who got killed? I couldn't tell what it was. I don't think it was a mouse. It looked like I couldn't tell. I, I a really mouse. Have, I don't I know. There was a mouse. I'm not even. There is a sheep in a wolf. But yeah, you look I'll at that cover. A lamb. Oh no, that's the sheep. Sorry, sheep. <laughs> You look at that cover, and it looks like it could be a stranger's too. It 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 has a lot of similarities, which there isn't are. a bad thing. But one of the main complaints with this film that for people who don't like it is they say, oh well, how. How can a girl, you know, stand up to these these military types? First of all, only two of the three guys are military. There's no way that lead guy is military based mm-hmm. on his look. He looks like a strung out heroin addict or something. And, and even with the military types, these don't look like like amazingly, you know, advanced uh, military types. Well, they're a bunch of buffoons. She outsmarts them at every, every turn. And, 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 yeah. and she kicks in it. She kicks in the survivor mold out of the gate. Like I thought they, that her arc or transition was believable. Like very I, believable. I, I, ne- I, I thought... never have an issue with that at all. And that's when the movie, the second half of this movie, is amazing. And it that's really why. Is. That's why. And I like the twist. I like the whole twist. Me too. 
I like the it twist. Works. Yeah, I like it too. I like uh, that it's you know it, it's very believable. It's very believable, and I like that uh, there's kind of two little twists to it, and yeah. uh, sure. and everything she does, every move she makes, even building that whole lever thing with the axe. You didn't even need to mention that she was born on a survivalist compound. That's something people know how to do. That's something you can well, learn off the internet. Here's what I noticed this time around, because the knowledge of of knowing what she is and where she came from and all that stuff, everything makes a lot more sense uh, on the second view, because she, and I never noticed this before, she takes charge almost immediately. Yeah. Yes, but I feel like some people are like that. Like, you have that fight or flight response, and everyone is sort of in the flight mode, and I feel like some of the guilty parties are a little obvious when you watch it. Over and over. Now, like, yes, because we know it. But watching no, but it the I, first I'm, time, the thought never came to my mind. It's you know what I'm, I mean. I'm think I'm thinking more of future first time viewers. I'm thinking with with audiences getting smarter that they can pick up on this stuff. There's, well, there's certain always going to be some some people that do, but yeah. for the most part, well, I think they they need to do that. Otherwise, it would be considered a cheat. You'd be like, oh, they never gave us any hints, or there was never any Maybe. inclination that that they were off or whatever. And then so, but I like, that she's, fine line I like that she's very calm and collected. She doesn't do anything that's completely like over the top, like out of character for somebody who would react that way. She she gets weapons, like I mean nails and boards underneath windows. These these are just great. smart moves that pe- these yeah. are great little things. The only yeah. thing was was building that that axe lever, which honestly, I think anybody Nancy could do it. it. Yeah. Uh, thank you. I was just gonna say if Nancy could do it and people don't care, why can't she? Yeah, exactly. There's there's books and you could you could learn how to do that in ten minutes. And Nancy did it in ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Think about that. But I mean, as far as military types, back to that, just because these guys were known to have served together doesn't necessarily make them quote unquote military types. Just because these guys served and did something together, now they're back and they're obviously some shady characters because yeah. if they're if they're doing this for a living, uh, who's to say? So they served at one time. Does that mean everybody that served is automatically a fucking Green Beret? Of course not. Yeah. You've got all kinds of people that come And that's back the and, impression you, you know? get, though, from, from the haters, though. It's like, oh, well, there's no way just, you know, a random girl would be able to take on, you know, you know, military experts. Like, there's yeah, no way are these guys why military are they experts. Military, thank you. They're not that's military what I'm saying. They're not. And the way it's set up. She's taking them by surprise. It isn't like she's standing toe-to-toe with them and freaking taking everybody out like she's Rambo. That's not what's happening here. It's just like when people complain about Chucky and Child's Play, saying, it's a doll, just kick it. Yeah, you could say that, <laughs> but when you watch the movie, every time Chucky makes a kill, there are always instances where there's no time to, or, or there, you can't kick it. It happens quickly, and he's taking you by surprise. There's nothing you can do when when Chucky comes from behind you, wraps something around your neck, and you're in the front seat, exactly. he's in the back, and he's choking yeah. you out. Or you can't so process simple. the fact that a fucking doll's attacking you. Right. Yeah, the <laughs> most the most realistic kill in the Chucky series is in part three when that uh, colonel has the heart attack in the office when he sees him. That's the most re- – like most people would have a fucking heart attack if they saw a fucking doll come to life and start threatening to kill you. Yeah, any of these yeah. issues, I thought they they just laid on a little heavy with the the wholesome family feel and what. And I know why they did it because they've got a it's got to be like a juxtaposition, like a juxtaposed like the 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 good with the the ugly that comes next and everything. Right. And they they want to show but that they, contrast. But they did a good job. I mean. But they did a good job of showing the um the turmoil within the family. I mean, 
Drake. Drake is a Drake's a dick. The oldest brother. He really is right. a dick. And he's, he's an ass a, kisser. Yeah, he's an ass, and he's a dick to Crispin. And you can see Crispin's right. just fed up. You know, he's yeah. telling his father that you know that he didn't get the grant because he wasn't published. And then the father's like, you know, well, you don't have to be published to get a grant. And it's like he's just, you know, you could see this turmoil. And uh, once Z and uh, what's the younger brother thing, Felix, show up, you can tell Felix is a little bit of a fuck up. <laughs> you can just see it in Felix's eyes. Now this is a summer home. Yes. <laughs> Dude, it looks, it looks this a lot bigger on the crazy. outside though. When yeah. they go inside, it seems like they stay in like a like a fraction of the house because that outside is enormous. It's like a, a it's reverse sad. TARDIS. It is a reverse TARDIS. It was it's bigger on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> you go in, it's a fucking bungalow. You're like, what, what the fuck happened? <laughs> a reverse TARDIS. Smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> what movie? Uh, come on, Wait, what? Sorry, say it again. I thought these things smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> no clue whatsoever. It's one of the Star Wars films. Oh shit! Did Han say that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Who else would say that? Come on. It's a tauntaun. How about that? Does that help? I'll Empire. Yeah. 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 I was gonna. Yeah. I was actually gonna say Empire before you said Tauntaun, and I knew it was Han. The minute you said it, I, it, awesome. it kind of. Four I letters to know of my rod. <laughs> what do you say, Tyrod? He's doing the. Uh, I screwed up the joke again. He's doing nightmare again to make fun of me. I said because... the four letters of my rod again. <laughs> Not joint. Awesome. On your joint. I said rod though. Because <laughs> the guy's name is Rod. <laughs> Oh, this guy's beating himself up with his sock filter. Oh, oh where is that? It's still here. Wow. That should be a giveaway. That should be a giveaway. Yes, it's, it's the original it's sock filter. You could smell. You could smell seventy-five episodes on it. <laughs> For the super fans of the show, who wants the sock filter? Yeah. Put it in. We'll have a drawing. That'd be some shit. <laughs> Let me get back to the beginning Sorry. of the film. I love the beginning because I love that song that comes in. That whole thing with the record. I love that fucking uh, looking for the magic. I love it the first time you hear yeah. it. it. I downloaded I get... the song after while, while I was watching the movie. Yeah, what's what's the name of that song again? Was it? I forget the song. Oh, oh I thought I, no, I thought Christian I knew because he said he downloaded. I it. did. I downloaded it. Now I gotta go and looking for the magic. Time. Yeah. Oh, 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 that's great shit. <laughs> it's a good song. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of a song that Julian Lennon should have done in the fucking late eighties. <laughs> that, that's what it, that's what it reminds me of for some reason. That's Julian Lennon like. was is so talented. The fact sounds that he just did, like the fact father. that he did not become bigger is I insane. Drives me mad. I know. It My dad insane. and I talk about that all the time because I'll listen oh. to Julian Lennon. Oh, his first album is really good. Dwight Trulli Band. The Doug Tilly band, okay. Dwight. Oh. <laughs> he got so mad. Doug Tilly band. Dwight. <laughs> there it is. That's a good song. I like it's that good song. shit, man, for sure. How <laughs> how come? But yeah, it does, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. yeah, that's what I always thought. But how come in the beginning they make it look like they're going to the chainsaw house? Because for some reason there's this shit hanging outside, literally Fessenden's house with forks and spoons fucking hanging and jingling together. What the fuck was that? I took a note I don't of it. This remember time. that? It's yeah, there was. Had, it was. It was like hanging. a weird chime. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. A, it was a wind chime of forks and spoons. Yeah. Some fucking thing that was, you know, some makeshift freaking wind chime that the chainsaw family would have. 
You know, it was crazy. I go, why would this be here? Are they just trying to creep us out? But then why would this professor have it in his house? You know what I mean? It was just, I don't know, just a question I had. I don't know. Huh. Either way. Why is this girl on medication and crying? Barbara Crampton, by the way, which we haven't mentioned. This was when she came back to horror, and it was great. And boy, does she look great. My wife was talking about it. She was like, well, they're trying to make her look old, but she's actually young. This is what my wife said. I go, well, au contraire. I said, when she made this movie, she was 51. Not, not that 51 is old, but she's older. But I'll tell you what, when she lets her hair down in the second, the second scene, the next day when you see her, she looks like, I don't know, 10 years younger, I would say. She looks like she's in her early 40s, if that. She, she looked good. really good. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, man. And I'm I'm glad you know she came back and like I said in this movie, you know. And then she's she's been back full time. You know who else did the same thing? D. Wallace. Oh, she yeah. was gone for the longest time. And then Rob she came back. back. <laughs> right, and then she's been back ever since. Yeah, it's weird. It's cool though, but. Well, you're asking why she was on medication. Felix, you fucking low life. I... Why was she on medication? And crying. They never really alluded to it. Yeah. They said that she was on meds. They said that she was outside. They go, why is mom crying? And and then he says something, my mother's on medication. You would think that plot points like that was going to go somewhere. I, I remember even telling my wife, she said something. I go, I think they had a, a kid that died. I got confused. I was thinking of the other movie. Uh, we we are still here with Barbara Cranston, and they, they lost their kid in that movie. But so I just confused myself for a second. But I'm like, why did they put that crossover. plot point in there? <laughs> yeah, another one. It's a, maybe, it's a maybe it sequel. was just like a, a throwaway red herring because you know, I mean, usually in it's these weird. you know upper class rich families, it's always you know the housewife who's either a drunk or secretly on medication. Right, but we're supposed to like her. They're they're a likable couple. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. There was nothing yeah. wrong. Maybe just, you're just supposed I, to think she's freaked out and like because we don't know at this point. We just know that that na- the neighbors got killed, and then doesn't she hear the strange noise and want to get the hell well, out? Well, that's of there? the thing. She hears she hears the noise upstairs, so it's almost to like to set up like oh she's crazy. She's she's having reactions to her medication. But then they do a good thing by having you know the father the husband go upstairs to look around. But the only thing is. How did Crispin get upstairs? I mean, I'm sure a house like that has more than one entrance, but the mother would have seen him enter the house. Well, don't they uh, don't they acknowledge that after? I think when he comes down, she's outside talking to the girl, isn't she? Yeah, but how did he get upstairs? I think that was just uh, the movie magic to to have him scare the dad, to then the dad think, okay, this is all about. Hey, he made the noise that she heard. So yeah, but she was she was smart though because she you know usually in the in the movies when when somebody hears a noise in the house they go investigate. She's like, no, I'm going outside, yeah. which was smart. But at the same time, she didn't take any keys to get in a car or anything. But once she see the son walk in and be like, no, the noise happened before the, before Crispin came in. True, I, I, but I think I think we're going with uh, you know movie magic and and convenience. Movie for, magic, Mike. Movie magic, Mike. Yeah, exactly. Extra XL. <laughs> XXL. Movie, movie, yeah. movie Magic movie Mike Miriam XXL. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say it. I just literally was stuttering without even speaking. Oh. Like that. oh. That's funny. I love that part, though, when he says, Felix, you fucking low life." He tells him because he knew about freaking cell phone jammers. And he's like, he goes, he goes, what? I'm trying to help you. And he goes like, I'll leave it to you to know about that that shady shit he said. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. I love that part. And what a great throwaway line that is just like a, a, a confession. Yeah. <laughs> it's a straight right. confession. <laughs> totally. Oh, it's good shit. Now here here is a a little bit of an issue. He wants he wanted he was trying to get Drake to run outside because he knows that the, that whoever's out there is gonna kill him at that point. He basically he wants Drake killed first and foremost. Okay. Yeah. Instead, 
they do the whole gimmick with the girl running, okay? Which I don't know. Even if my daughter is faster than me, I have difficulty as a father saying that I would let my daughter just run outside. <laughs> but what a fucking girl. <laughs> okay. Well, no, but don't it, forget the father. The father yeah. fell and hurt his ankle. I don't give a yeah. fuck. Who yeah, you fell. you'd be like, she's I'm not, not gonna going. let my little girl. I don't care. She, yeah, go on first. I hear you, Dave. You'd be like, she's not yeah. going. Someone else yeah. is going. Get that arrow out of your back. You're going. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And that's only the start of it. That's only yeah. the start. I agree. Two, I agree, but fuck, that's great. Part two is this. How convenient. If Drake would have run outside, all it would have done was hit him in the shoulder. It was ultra convenient that it happened to get her in the fucking throat. The only person that could have got in the throat yeah. was her, and she just happened to be the one to run outside. True. She, yeah, she was she, she was tiny. They set that wire low. Well, I love how it, it catches his arrow, though. But and, I and think they, they play on that after too. Yes, and he hits it in the fucking. Yeah, yeah. Day. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not know. complaining about the movie. Just one of my regular observations. Because she, because she straight up volunteers for it, and obviously Felix and Crispin are acting like cowards. But to see the There's gore, we though. get, we get here, we get the arrow, we get the gore. That, yep. That's why that opening scene the is when in you the go head? back to the opening scene. It's so upsetting. Because it's such a lazy splat of blood. It really is. And, and I think they, it, it would have been such a great way to kick that movie off. But Yeah, it should it should right. it should have probably been like the one of the best kills of the movie, the opening scene. It's because when the arrow the arrow shoots through, it's fantastic. Oh yeah. When when it hits freaking Tariq and he's just standing there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it takes him like ten minutes before yeah. finally somebody looked- is like, something's up with Tariq. <laughs> He's yep, having full rated. body convulsions, convulsions over there. Yeah, he, just had... he had one of our ratings. Yeah, yeah, a rating. <laughs> full body convulsions. Mild convulsions. Yes, he had them. Yes. <laughs> that was great, lady. too. And it was perfect because everybody was arguing at the table at that time. So they were well, arguing. Drake was being a dick. He's like, I don't get the whole starving artist thing. Why don't you get into commercials? He's being so condescending. Yeah, but <laughs> then he says the thing to the other guy, and you knew where he was leading. As soon as he said the question, he goes, so, are you going to school? And as soon as he said that to the yeah. guy, who was going to lead to him being her professor and them fucking? You could tell that typical family shit, sibling rivalry. It's done well. I like that. Matter of fact, all of that stuff is done well, typically between... Crispin and Drake. It's like yes. they have this relationship, and Crispin's like kind of in the middle. He's not a scumbag the way that you would perceive um, Felix to be. He's kind of in the middle there. But then this guy, then Drake's like the, the kiss ass and the guy that makes money. So he's kind of a heel in his own way. You know yeah. what I mean? But Crispin's like in the middle of of the two. He's not as bad. It's 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 almost played perfectly the way you know the way they bust each other's balls. It's it's done well on the fathers. You know. Real friendly to uh to Drake and I don't know just yeah Drake's definitely Drake and the daughter are the favorites <laughs> I mean it's right it's obviously it's well, obvious it, to see that they seem to have better heads on their shoulders yeah. I mean as far as like from Not for long you know. <laughs> sorry <laughs> dude that's a nasty throat slit Oof. it's yeah. good shit yeah yeah I mean I made that observation because it's very convenient but it's sure as fuck looks good I got to yeah. imagine you run full speed out even if it hits you in the shoulders that's gonna Sever right into your fucking chest and stuff. That's gonna, that's gonna hurt. They did get a sh- they did a good shot on that. After if you're kind of, <laughs> if you're kind of wondering what happened there, you see it kind of 
vibrating with the blood on it after. I thought it was a really good. Uh, yeah, but nobody takes wire. it down for like another 20 minutes. <laughs> Finally, somebody cuts it down. It's like, all right, should we get rid of this? It just decapitated my sister. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, this movie—it's weird. This movie is a—the the strongest part of it is—is is the middle of it, because well, you talk about like not loving the opening, and I—I I think they miss a, a golden opportunity for the ending. Of course, I mean, I think it's a. Well, they would be—they had to crush the skull ending. Yeah, but they did it wrong. And oh, we'll wait a it. minute, we'll get to it. Well, they, they told, I think they did it totally wrong. Well, I like that because you think she's gonna get nailed for. I love when they do that. When like the person, the victor becomes like the the one that they're gonna like nail for the crimes. It was like a get out ending. Yeah, or it was like uh, like what the fuck? Uh, I always go back to Friday the Thirteenth. They go Alice. Alice is a sole survivor. She's a fucking prime suspect. <laughs> yeah, right? no, but the co- the cops right? shouldn't have even. The cops shouldn't have even been involved in this one. The ending should have been her talking to Crispin on the phone, leading Crispin through the front door. That should have been the ending. That oh. should, I mean, come on. That, sh- that should have been the last yeah. move. That, like, having some sort of, like, mental right. conversational battle with him and, you know, almost sort of, like, convincing him that uh, that she's okay with what he's done and then, you know... I'm waiting for you. Just just come in through the front door. I left it open. I agree with you. I that's agree. That's, that how it should have been. that's how it should have ended. I don't that like... Would, yeah, I can't disagree with that either. Movies from this time period. Not even from this time. It reminds me of the ending of Freddy vs. Jason. Like, you when all of a sudden... There's the slam cut of the blood thing in, 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 in the title. That's how this movie ends. The thing comes down. Yeah. Cut. You're next. I don't like... <laughs> It was it was very much of its time, and I'm glad it's something that came and went. I don't like it. I don't mind it, but Brandon, you're right. That's a, that would have been a cool idea. Yeah. yeah. But, but I like that whole. I like the second. I like it from the one that they're arguing at the table all the way to the end. Yep. How about when he had to kill him? Don't make this harder than it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's fuck, oh, oh that's that, fucked yeah, up. Yeah, it's it's harder than it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> It is. It sucks. How about when he pushes his dad away? He go, his dad gets oh. cut, and he goes upstairs, and he's because he's bleeding out. He pushes him away. <laughs> what a dick! Imagine your dad like you just like they right. that well, like just oh. realizing that realization as you're dying, of oh. everything that's happening. Oh, Felix says to Drake when he's stabbing him because I wrote it down because it was funny. Would you die already? Yes. This <laughs> is hard enough. This is hard enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> you see all the Friday the 13th freaking uh, shit going on in this movie? There's there's the, the Friday 2 jump when, when Jason puts his hand through the window and fucking jumps oh, in. That's the that one happens. part. That's the one part in this movie that I genuinely got scared. Not as good as the one in Friday 2, but done well regardless. Yeah. It was good. And then she jumps out the fucking window to escape the killer, and she looks up, and he's looking down, and then he's gone. Yeah. Total fucking Friday. The th- there's no way you could tell me that when he made this movie... He wasn't fucking nodding no, Friday the 13th. I think, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. Even the soundtrack a couple times had the fucking Friday-like strings on a couple of chases. <laughs> then there's other stuff in the soundtrack. <laughs> this movie brought back yark, yark, the fucking... Yark, yark, yark. <laughs> <laughs> I want to credit this movie with bringing back the freaking... Uh, the, the, synth, the, the synth fucking soundtrack. I'm bringing the back. Shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. The music, the music gets really good. This was the first one that kicked that off. I'm telling you, and now everybody's doing it, and I'm happy about it. But I mean, I recall this being the first one to bring it back, so I'm gonna give it props. 
Yeah, when she starts setting up the booby chest, the music really kicks in, and it's like, yeah, here we go. Yeah, well, that music is fantastic. I, it, what Dave was yep. doing, that that's where that music kicks in, and it is oh, great. Dude, You're when right. she pulls that glass out, when she jumps out the window, oh, my God. Oh, I showed, I've, I've I've never my daughter came pulled. home at that point, so she dude. watched the last bit with me, and <sighs> she was like, oh, I'm like, what is with glass being pulled out of feet? And the last, <sighs> like, I watched it in this. There's another movie I watched it in. That someone was pulling out a big piece of glass out of their skull. Or, it seems to go off. Skull. <laughs> <laughs> it's a paper plate. Everybody, I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> it was I don't for know. the show. It must it, have been. I feel you, though. I know. It definitely sounds familiar. This one just That's seemed like sure. it was in there much deeper than any other I've seen before. Mm. Damn, how about when the girl runs over to the fuck to Larry Fessenden and she's like, let me in, let me in, let me the fuck in. And all of a sudden, she gets let in, all right. That's fucking great. Dude, that was, you know what, the tone of that kill, I mean, I know this film is violent, but the tone of that kill was really, that was the meanest kill. Like, he punched her square in the face. Yeah. That was brutal. Then he, like, steps on her, and then he does that old golf swing with the axe. That might be the oh. most brutal kill in the film. It was good shit. I mean the blend. I mean the blender on the head is fun, and 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 her just straight up stabbing people on top. You know, stabbing oh, Z in the head. Awesome. The blender's great, and and her stabbing Z in the head, and then yes. killing Crispin. Killing Crispin is even awesome. Like you know, like fuck you. I like, yeah. But uh, but um, Emily's kill is was like kind of disturbing. Yeah, yeah, that's good shit. Okay, <laughs> I'm getting into this comparison now. These are uh, these are the comparisons between the strangers and your next, okay? I've been waiting to do this, so I gotta go to my I gotta go to my strangers actually, okay? The uh, the music playing, you know how looking yep. for the magic kept playing over and over. Uh, it, it was a CD that kept starting over and over. In the yep. strangers, the record, the record. Yep. kept playing over and over, and then it got to the end and it kept going. Similar situation. Masks, obviously. Killers with masks on. Okay, whatever. It wants a sack head and whatever. So mask, that's an obvious thing. Um, <sighs> running out the front door. They had a scene in the, in the Strangers where she runs out the front door. Doesn't into the her. moat. Right. Into the moat. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And the girl runs out of the front door. And this one gets fucking whacked. The writing on the mirror. In this one, it says, you're next on the mirror. In in the Strangers, w one time it says, hello. hello. Yeah. And then one time it says something else. Fucking writing on the mirror. What did it say? Um, what did it say? We're killer? bears. Killer? <laughs> nice beware of bears yes it did say killer yes that was Dude, murder. What's, beware of bears don't what? you don't know what that is b what are you talking about uh, on a mirror written in a horror movie it says beware of bears and like lipstick or something when a girl wakes up and looks at her mirror ah damn it god damn it I'm i'll give you a hint we we have talked about it tonight matter of fact i, I literally about two minutes ago made a reference of a character in that movie Nightmare? Again? Nope. No, two minutes ago. Quicker than that. That was like ten minutes ago. <laughs> Man, my memory fucking sucks. I was just saying it. I just said a word. I took you back right to that movie. I have no clue. Fuck. Jesus. Go ahead, Christian. Friday, too. <laughs> Come on, man. Remember when Ginny wakes up? She's on her period. Beware of bears. The ball writes it on the fucking thing. Oh, uh, okay. Jesus. That's all right. We'll make I a just... Friday fanboy out of you yet. I... Yeah. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh shit uh what else what else um well obviously killers entering the home that that's obvious they're both home invasion type type films 
and the sackhead thing. A sackhead kill, uh, you know, Jason doing the sackhead thing in fucking part, and you know, like the thing, and the, the guy literally wearing the fucking the sack on his head in in uh in the strangers. So more more things that are like that, and I'm watching them one after another. I'm like, wow, this happened in this movie too. This happened in this movie too. But anyway, just thought that was kind of interesting. Little comparisons, not as cool as my. Empire Strikes Back, Devil's Rejects thing, but not bad. Yeah, well, that was really cool. But I yeah. still agree with all what you've said. Cool, yeah, there's shit going on, man. It's funny. Had to do it on purpose. Had to, you know? How about the fucking meat tenderizer, man? <laughs> oh, that thing right. is awesome. That and an, like- another another great nod to her being a, a fantastic final girl is that she bashes him and bashes him to the point of overkill. Yes. Yeah, and she yeah. doesn't throw away the weapons after. <laughs> right. Yep. And another Friday the 13th thing, the fucking body gets thrown through the window. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, another yeah. one. Damn, I'm telling you. Yeah, again, overkill with this poor girl. I know. <laughs> she gets the most brutal kid. Then, they, that, the, then he drags her back up because she's all the way to the neighbors, and I'm, they're not close. So he drags the dead body back up and then chucks her through the window. Jesus. Window? Window. <laughs> Check her through the, the window. window. Winda, hardly know her. <laughs> oh, shit. Windy. Yes, indeed. <laughs> You're next. Yep. I don't know. What else do we have about this movie? It's fun. It's fun. It's There's fun. some sloppiness, but like Brian. Uh, Brian. <laughs> Brian. Brian my, Bertino? That's my boss at work. As Brandon said, it, you know what? That There's some craziness with the camera that could have been you know, maybe yep. uh, held back a little bit, but it, it's not to the total detriment of the film. It just could have been uh, a little less shaky. Yeah, well, I, agree with that. I, I, I didn't realize um, Michael J. Fox directed this. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Bad, bad, bad. How about I, the fucking board it. nails? The nails. Love it. I love, that, I, love that he see, I love that he sees the one further yeah. out. So he steps close to the window. Yeah. And he great. Steps... Yeah. That's great. It's a, it's a comedic was... it's a comedic piece yeah. that, that works beautifully. Yep. There's good, good violence. Too, but in this but you know, it, the, and her, her fighting Z and uh Felix in the kitchen. I know I know we talked about the two kills, but just the whole fighting. She she is kicking the shit out of them. It is awesome. That fight sequence is yep. fantastic. Yeah, I mean, when you when you think of modern final girls, we brought up Hush a couple of years ago. I really liked her in Hush, and this girl really stands out. Yeah, yeah, she really does. Yep. Like I mean, what they're put through and, and sort of uh, uh, and how they they survive, uh, because I, I'm, I'm I'm trying to think of any other standouts. I want to see a crossover. Hush, you're next. Hush your gums. Yeah. How about just hush? I'm going to just shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Hush, Hush up. Hush up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hush up. That's fucking great. Nice. Oh, man. What is that? What, are you rowing a boat? That was me going, yeah, <laughs> we got going, you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> We're paddling upstream. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, My victory lap. <laughs> nice. Okay, end of the movie. I like your idea better, B. So what I'm going to say, it's going to fall on the fucking uh, by the wayside now because I was going to have a question for you. As I'm watching this movie, I'm thinking, how cool would it be if she actually turns heel in the last second and takes him up on his offer? Gets a fucking evil grin, and she's like, you know what? 
Fuck it. Let's take all. Let's take all these fuckers' money, and then they walk out together happily, and they fucking they they, they live forever. Or they Nothing. walk out Fuck. forgetting about their <laughs> trap, and it hits them in the back of the head and kills them. Or that. <laughs> but a heel turn from it. her. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. A heel turn would have been That's... great. But right, I do like Brian's from her. Brian. 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 You told him. Fucking Brian. Brian I mean, Bertino. He directed The Strangers. What Brian Bertino do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking the end of The Strangers. I was going to ask these specifically to be. How would you feel if she was just fucking plain dead? And how would you feel if in this movie she turned heel at the end? What's your take on those? What do you mean just what, playing dead? No jump. No fucking nothing. The, the kids show up. She's just oh, playing, oh, just playing, playing dead. dead. Playing just dead. Playing, I thought you said playing. Know, Plane, like train. Plane, yeah. like train. Yeah, planes, trains, yeah. Planes. And chains. <laughs> That's the theory of tonight. I would have I would have preferred it, especially given what? the location of the body because uh, it would have been creepier because you would have known she was alive because obviously they were both untied. So you would have known she was alive for a little bit and that she struggled to, to, to crawl somewhere. Wow, okay. The last little bit. I'm impressed. I thought yeah. you were going to completely go against it. Okay. No. What about her turning heel at the end of this one? Would you like that? Or are no. you glad she was? Okay. No. She can't, she can't turn heel. She can't turn heel. Okay. But what a squirt it would have been. It, 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 I, she was such a, she was such a nice person. I agree. She was. She was but so when, nice. She's like, she, 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 money she talks, about the mother and the father though. She was like, she's like, where's your dad? This and that. How's your mom? It's like, she was like a genuine, like, she was really trying to make a good impression. I know. As much as I love money, I don't think I could do it either. I know I couldn't do it. I put myself in that position. I'm like, if I'm with this girl and she had her whole family killed, it's a shitload of money maybe. I don't oh, think I could well, do you it. Always the money wonder, now with the whole you'd always wonder when they're going to do you next. Did right. you ever trust them? Like, right. and, then, and then the guilt of, of them knowing, and then you'd be freaked out the whole all your life because, uh, it, you know, you know somebody that... Uh, that uh, knows what you've done. So, uh, JP, I couldn't do it. JP's going to be in the sequel called Your Mex. <laughs> wow. These are like, like <laughs> retarded dad jokes. Razor blade taco <laughs> shells are going to be the weapons. Oh, Jesus. I don't use Where's... the term retarded. I know. What, what is this? 22 shots? Yeah. What are you, oh, moods? I <laughs> just said I haven't said anything about it. You can't say that. What's the matter with you? Who would do that? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, what's this movie? You're next. What do we got? For me, it's an 8 out of 10. There you go. Same here. Exact same rating. 7.75. 7. All right. And I looked at my IMDb. It was at a 9. I had it at a 9 when I first saw it. Oh, wow. I really, like, I, I think this was, like, one of my standouts of that year. I think it was my second call out when we were doing the the year-end review movies, too, like when we did our 40 Years of Horror back in uh -huh. episode 10. I'd oh, be, yeah. It'd be, it'll be interesting to see where it shows up, if it shows up in the top 100, because I have a feeling this is a film that will show up, given that we're doing, you know, a lot of collective lists, which is why I'm not going crazy with rewatches at this point. I'm actually just watching... Uh, there's 13 films I have written down that I've never seen between 2010 and now that, that have gotten good praise or that I've read good things about. You know, Brimstone and Suspiria are two of them <laughs> that I will be hey, watching. Thank and you. uh but uh, you know, this is a film that actually falls out of the top one hundred for me. Um probably, yeah. Yeah. But I, I love her performance. 
It's on the cusp. Okay. It might make it somehow. I don't know. I'm I'm doing a lot of watches. Actually, January is usually my month to watch shit that I should have watched throughout the year that wasn't horror and catch up on some other stuff and take vacation from horror. But because the show is going to be coming up and on March 1st, everything has to be in, I, I, I want to have my list. I'm not taking it ultra well, seriously, but neither, I still, wanna, but I still want though. it to be... I'm not taking I'm not taking order ultra seriously because what's going to happen is when we tally these up with everyone who's participating, we're going to get the final 100 films. Right. And probably, I mean, I know for me, a lot of the films that I'm watching that I have on my list might not even show up. So, yeah. so I'm not worrying about know, order I, so much. I thought we were going to go with now in retrospect, doesn't matter when the movie came out. Like Lee said, this says 2011. They would be stuck at 2011. We're not going to go 2013. Like Maniac, I think, came out in 2013 as well, but it's 2012, I believe. But The Loved Ones, I love that movie. It would be high, probably high on my list, but it really did get released in 2009. So we're now, I thought now that we're going in retrospective look of uh, release dates, that that would now actually fall as a 2009 movie and not, not count for this decade then. Wait a minute. I thought it does count. I thought that's why I added it. The well, loved no, one does count. That's what we were talking about. This is what I was away yeah. when you guys were doing this stuff. I think maybe I'm okay. wrong. Okay, but did, I saw these these things going back and forth. I'm like, well, I thought whenever we went retro, we always said that no, it's going to be the year that it came out. Then, like this year, for instance, we're talking about movies that may have came out, or when we did the the uh, best of, may have come out last year. And the apocalypse has 2017 stamped on it. You know what I mean? So at Record some of point, Sweet Murder, 2014. So like this is where I'm going with it. Like you've got to, at some point when you're doing a retro, how do you keep all of that in line? So usually that's when that falls into place and just says, well, The Loved Ones was made and released in 2009. Yeah, it wasn't available for us to see until 2010 or 11. However, we've well, got to figure I, this out because like, uh, that we, will be on my out. list. Okay. It's figured out. I had the la- I made that list. The last qualifying movies, unless someone's just gonna, I don't think anyone's gonna bring anything to the table out of nowhere because we had the message thing on Facebook and no one said anything. Oh, this is it. This is what's here. So just to clear that up, these ones count: Dead Snow, The Loved Ones, Wreck Two, The Human Centipede, Triangle, High Lane, Pontypool, Lake Mungo, and the Poughkeepsie Tapes. They're all officially added. They their dates on the B were 2008 or 2009. But when you look at it and you see what the release dates are, they were all 2010 or greater. So that's when we watched them all. That's when everyone saw them. So they are all in. I don't think anything else is going to come in on top of that. Okay. If someone brings something to the table, they're probably going to be the only one that knows about the movie, and it's not going to make the list anyway. But, see, these are substantial. I didn't go through every single – I saw some other things on there, but I'm like, well, these aren't going to make the list. You know what I mean? These are movies that I – even if they're not going to make my list – I know that there's substantial movies in the genre that people like. Like Dead Snow's not making my list, but I know people like that movie. You know what I mean? So, so well, the, be, loved ones, the loved ones. I was very high. It was my favorite film. Absolutely. Of that year. So okay. Well, then it's making your list and mine. I'm sure it's going to be high up. So, so that's why I wanted to. You sent that. Did you put that to everybody? Yep, I sent that to us, and then I sent it to the the, the top 100, which somehow you pulled out of on the on the Me? messenger thing on Facebook. Yeah, you. I left. I left a lot yeah. of groups, but I didn't know I left that one. <laughs> you left that one. Well, I didn't want to fucking overstep my boundaries, so I didn't say nothing. Oh, I figured re- maybe oh, we were taking a break from it. Uh, we celebrated. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hate you. Probably. You're next. Okay. <laughs> You're next. Next show, all we have on the plate that we know of, Mark L. has given us the Borderlands. 
That's all we have at this particular moment. Is that? That's not also Final Prayer, is it? Correct. It yeah, is. 2000, okay. 2013, so that's the one. Yeah, okay. I wasn't sure. But because he said 2013, yes. Cool. Never seen it. Looking so, forward. Okay, I did see it. I'm looking forward to either. seeing it again. Borderlands. Okay. It gets high uh, praise. It's a found footage, right? Mm-hmm. Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> I don't know, but I didn't look that far yet. But I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. But all I know right now is the Borderlands. Where that's is all we it? know. If no one else picks anything else for us, we might have the first show in a while, Grant, beside the list show, uh, the top 19. Well, we might just pick something and watch it. We'll see what happens. Patrons, if you want us to get on something, get on there. If you, if you want to tell us to watch something and you're not a patron, join the Patreon. That's coming. So, you know, Patreon. Or don't join the Patreon, tell us, and we'll ignore you. <laughs> <laughs> you're next. Yes, you're next. Patreon.com slash Exploding Heads. Hope to catch a lot of you there after show 100. But that's a whole other story indeed. But for right now, that's all I can tell you. The next show, the final prayer is something we're going to cover. And the final prayer, I said? Is that what it's called? Whatever. The Borderlands. Borderlands. I think it's called final. also Final Prayer. Right. Okay. So that's what we know for sure. That's all we have at the moment. So who knows? Maybe next show we get crazy. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> There's no crazy people around here. All aboard the crazy chain. What movie? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, B, what movie? There's no crazy people around here. Oh, please. Don't, don't ask me. I don't know anything anymore. Okay. My brain is so fried from from all these movies that I've been watching. I, I, I can't remember anything. Wait, do it again. My brain is so fried. There's what? no people crazy around people around here. See, we both said the same. We both said Sonata Tonto. <laughs> that should give you enough. We both are fucking saying this shit verbatim. We I know, shit. Cool it, coaches. Oh, this is uh, this is Friday one. Yay! Yeah. He stays okay. on the show. Yeah. Okay. It was make or break. <laughs> Colombian gold, man. That's right. What's his name when the cop comes? Did you get off a spaceship? Yeah. Stephen Dorff, his, his name is. Stephen Dorff? <laughs> Dorf on golf. Yes. Dorf. <laughs> Don't you want to see Stephen Dorff, Brad Dorff, and Dorff on golf do a movie? No. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I always confuse them, too. You know, I always confuse Brad Dorff and Stephen Dorff, and I always confuse Dorf those people guys. All those Francos. There's a Joe Franco, isn't there? There's a Jess Franco. There's, and there's a Vince a Franco that I do a podcast with. Yes, there's him. There's Vince James, Franco. James Franco, Dave Franco. There's all these Francos, and I don't know what the difference is between them. Franco are. Colombo. Franco American. Rango Colombo. Rainbow. Remember Franco American? Regular Colombo. Who the hell is Franco American? Franco American used to make like um canned pasta, I think, or pizza. Oh, wait a minute here. <laughs> well, you're Canadian, so you don't know what fucking Franco yeah. would be. Fucking so Franco I, 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 but I do know what Alphagettis are. So I mean, hold on, Franco American. Let me see what it is. It is spaghetti. I knew it. <laughs> yes. You never saw this? Look at no spaghetti and meatballs. B, you know what that is? Franco American. It vaguely sounds familiar, but I prefer Franco Colombo. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Franco Colombo. He was a uh, bodybuilder. Oh, shit. And then you got regular Colombo, who solved the... I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I can't <laughs> take these fucking jokes. I gotta get out of here. 
Okay, let's get out of here. Franco American. Okay. You just broke All my right, will guys. to live. <laughs> Simply nothing more to give. Just just positive chain of thought. Okay. <laughs> chain of thought. Yes, we'll be chain we'll of thought. you on that. I'm, yes. I'm giving you everything wrong now. <laughs> See you guys next time. Thank you, listeners. Peace. Peace.